0: A late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways
1: of making you talk.
2: Every man has his techniques, and they're all different. They said, You're not no more, don't you sing R&B I said, I got no rhythm and I got no blues. I'm as happy as can be. They said, How? I said I most certainly do Did you not see me dancing the other night Like the girls on Channel U Yeah, I can wind down low Be like the girls in the video, But for me that's much too slow Because I prefer rock and roll I say yeah, I can wind down low Dance like the girls in the video, But for me that's a no-no Because I... I like to look good when I go on stage Drumming my guitar I like to sing my songs about real life Things like good times and moments And I prefer to do it in my skinny jeans And minuscule hot pants Every man has a technique Cause this baby got no back a
3: role, Yeah,
2: I can wind out low Be like the girls in the video, But for me that's much too slow Because I prefer rock and roll i, prefer. I say, Come wind down low
4: That, dear listener is how you start a show You play a record I believe the Periscope, if you're watching, isn't working We'll come back to that at a later date That will happen Good evening, dear listener Can I ask you a question, dear listener? Um... You know, we had Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington on the show. Can I ask you a question? Did it go out as a podcast, guys? Did it go out as a podcast? Because someone's just asked me, when is Tim Heidecker on the show? He's been on the show. And then I'm scrolling through the um, show podcasts and I can't find it. The joy of working with children who are not invested in the show. Can you see it?
5: um i i've got a rough i'm looking back at the date you arranged to speak to him did you play it out on the same day we
4: played it out the either the same day or the next day well
5: i'll find it tomorrow
4: hey the the joy of working here's the thing kids um if you're if you're doing a job invest a little bit of time in instead of looking at funny cat videos on your telephone and um uh, sending out funny tweets when you're supposed to be producing a show i don't know maybe produce the bloody show (laughs) jesus people huh kids Luckily, we've got an old woman producing the show this evening. You're 40. Um, and your experience shows. Yep. And the lines. The grey hairs. And the look in your eyes. I can tell you're going to cry. Is it over me? Oh, yes. Because I love them and I leave them. Oh, in the whole thing. I'm going to turn off Periscope. Yeah, I do. Tell you why, Because it's caning my, I think it's caning my data. And we'll try and get that up and running uh, in a little bit. It's Tuesday evening, guys. It's six minutes past ten. It really is. The late night alternative. Uh, a, a night when you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Otherwise, we will just sit here and, um, and we will uh, chat about whatever you want. The phone number is 0344... 499 1000 0344 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number you call up. You speak to Sam. Uh, he will take your number and he will give you a call back. Um, I, am I'm going to try and draw on some of my experiences today to create a show. And today, not a lot's happened actually. It's been quite, it's been, Oh, I tell you what happened. My bin dog. I hate that dog. Um, cause am cause I'm, I'm getting fat. Okay, and I'm trying to lose weight, and I was up to about 16.6, then I was hovering around 15.6. Now I'm hovering around 15 stone, okay, and I can't seem to get any lower than 15 stone. And I go up about to 15.3, then come back down. So, inspired by one of the callers that we had um last week, I have um upped my walking. I've been walking a lot. A couple of weeks you were off, Kath, I was walking because my family were away as well. well for a significant part of that. So I was walking a lot. And, um, and I'm enjoying it, and I've got loads of audiobooks, the new Chris Difford autobiography I've got, um, but he talks in a very soft, he's got a very soft voice. It's the kind of voice you want to listen to going to sleep, not when you're doing a power walk. It's a great book, we've got the physical book, we've got the audiobook, and God damn it, we're going to have the man on the show this week. Um, but it, it talks very much, talks very much like that, it's very, you're kind of going, what? Huh? Huh? But it's good. I like the audiobooks when they're read by the author. I do. I was thinking, I'm writing. I'm still writing this book. I'm still trying to write a book, right? If you've ever written a book, can you give me a call 03444991000 and tell me how the bloody hell you did it because it is hard work. I started it in May of last year according to the dates on my word document on my computer. And I've I've written 5 chapters, so that's about about 10,000 words. Only, only another seventy thousand to go. I've had an idea about that. Oh yeah. Why don't you do
5: it as an audio book yourself?
4: No, because to do it, to do an audio book, you've got to have a book.
5: Well, yeah. When you've written, I'd say maybe five more chapters.
4: Oh jeez, I just don't think I'm going to do it. And then I send them to you. And you you say very nice things about this. Here's the premise for the book, right? I think it's a good premise, even though every every publisher in the country has has, has rejected it. Yeah, have um,
5: seen some of the stuff they do publish? Yeah, exactly.
4: Be... And th- 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 this is a, a work of art. Um, Need to get your bum out a bit more. It is. Uh, so each chapter, it's, it's going to be like an autobiography, but it's not going to be like uh, I grew up in Slough and I went to gra- uh, Herschel grammar school and I oh, gives who cares what sc- who cares what school I want to. Who cares? Who cares what school I went to? Who cares? So each chapter, because I've done hundreds of television programmes, many of them broadcast, many of them not broadcast, hundreds of them. Um, so each chapter is going to be about a different television show. So there's one, I've written one about Mastermind, I've written one about The Weakest Link, I've written one about my sitcom debacle, The Persuasionists, um wrote one about being on The Alan Titchmarsh Show. Um, I think that's it. That's it. I'm avoid I'm deliberately avoiding the big ones, Rise and the 11 o'clock show, cause that will take, that will take ages. I got, I got 1600 words out of Alan Titchmarsh. So I was only on it for five minutes. Anyway. So, um, I'm writing that. Uh, oh, no. And so when I do, when that does get, what, this is what I was thinking of the audiobook for that. The audio (laughs) book. Got to write another 70,000 words and then get it published, you absolute nutcase. But what I was thinking for the audio book is I can't be bothered to read a whole book aloud. So we could get, um, a listener to a different listener to read each chapter yeah that would work yeah that would work but then if i did do an audiobook i'd like to i would like maybe we do two audiobooks because i'd like to do one where i go off on tangents because you'd be reading it and go oh that reminds me yeah and then you go off and you'd go and tell stories and stuff
5: now hello doug stanhope book i believe ah and i couldn't
4: listen to that yeah i
5: know but amy poehler as well probably a better example amy poehler she got her friends to come in and contribute like people that she'd mentioned in the book that yeah. came in and she had a little chat with them oh, that yeah. might be a way
4: well but we're still we're still i'm not you 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 you're confusing things because i'm not concerned about the audiobook i've got the audiobook sorted in my head it's either a listener reading a different chapter each or it's me reading it but then going off on tangents that's, that's covered the the bit that is not covered is the actual bloody book mm. it's the actual bloody book and it's just it's so boring sitting there writing <laughs> and I've written well I've written about four I've written about half half so I've been writing it since May of last year and I wrote I've written about 5,000 words in the last week which is half of what I've written but I'm bored bored of writing it you don't want to read it it's bored boring guys but I, do, it, I i couldn't do one of those because i got friends who are writers and they say well let me write it you know okay, i'll interview tricky. you and, and you you write uh, what's that That feels so false to me particularly as if if i was going to get paid you know like a 50 grand publishing advance oh, yeah, maybe maybe but um the fact that no one literally every publisher in the country has, has turned this down and I'm there just writing, thinking, what's the flipping point? Oh, Jesus. Meanwhile,
5: I was on holiday and I saw someone reading Marnie Simpson's autobiography. I don't know who
4: she is. Well... Was she a uh, She was on Geordie, Friday? She,
5: Geordie Shore. OK. And she must be about 22.
4: Um, Here's a, a, a tweet from John about losing weight. Right. Eat less, move more. Simples. Right, first of all, anyone that says the word simples is a knob, right? It just is. And secondly... um it's not that simple it isn't that simple it isn't that simple for several reasons right one because i'm on a medication i'm a that makes me fat um and two it isn't that simple it isn't that simple and, and, and i feel bad because i think in the past i've made um um uh similar pronouncements on people who are overweight or unhappy with their weight um and it turns out it isn't that simple dude but but thanks for the uh, the input, John. I appreciate it. Andrew Gatford, Jonathan, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio,
0: the late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. The Tim
6: Heidecker interview hasn't gone out.
4: It will. It will go out. That's, but the point of it is, he was, on, he was on tour that week. That's why it should have gone out. I'm not working with her again. I can't work with her again if she's not going to do, she's not going to do, the, you know, I don't know, producing the show.
1: Jesus. Let's go to Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Oh, hi, Ian. Hey, Andrew. Uh, now, uh, you say you're writing a sort of autobiography. Well, why don't you make it a sort of like an audiovisual book? So that about at the end of every three or four paragraphs, you put a, uh, an eight, a reference to how people use, cause they read it with their smartphone beside them. What? And so you've got a reference to the thing that you're talking about in the book. So they can watch it on their smartphone as they read the text.
7: Um... And
1: then you can sort of add music and you can add your But then I might as well just make a, a film. Well, you are making a film,
4: really. No, no it's I'm not... A
1: film about yourself. But You're it's making impossible. a film. I'm making a book. It, but it's, it's a book... But you've got the facilities nowadays with modern technology to make it
8: into a film as well.
1: Nah, double bubble. No, well, no, because because you know,
4: one day, you know, one day our world will crumble, and the computers and the telephones and the iPads that we invest so much of. Let me finish a sentence. Let me finish a sentence. The computers and the iPads and the the, that we invest so much of our our life into uh, will be dust, whereas
1: books will still exist. Well, it'll still be a readable book, but if people want to have an enhanced experience, they can do the do twiddle on their... Twiddle. ...limited shelf life piece of technological... Twiddle. ...SH1, what you call it. What? And, and, and you've still got a book at the end of the day, but if people want an extra special experience, they can see you at, uh, at work doing your work in the, on the TV. Well, they can just go on. They could just go on YouTube and look. Oh, but you know what people are like—they're lazy. If it's all written down in front of them, it's just easy peasy.
4: But it won't. How will it be? Hang on. It was. But what I t- I give them a web page to go to? Yeah, you don't give them a web page to go to.
1: Right, the web page is every YouTube? Yeah, you know, or every three four paragraphs you give them the reference. They can just. Tap in, so they've still got to tap it reading, in, so they
4: might, they, as well just go, they might as well just go do what I do. If I'm reading an autobiography, I'm reading um, the Chris Difford book, um, Some Fantastic Place. And what I'll do is when he mentions various songs, and so, I'll go onto YouTube and I'll listen to them. Yeah, well, that's all right. I'll just write it down for people who, who well, are as clever as you. Well, no, but people. But I think people know how to use se- search engines, Andrew. OK, all right. Oh, it's just an idea. It's an idea. Have you
1: ever written a book? Yes, I have, yes.
4: Oh, tell me tell me about it, Andrew.
1: Uh, well, uh, it's an autobiography about my circumcision. It's called All Cut Up. An autobiography, a whole book about your circumcision. And the effect that it's had on my life, Yeah.
4: What effect has, um, has it
1: had on your life, then? Well, it's turned me into a bit of a... Not job. A person who was unable to get sexual satisfaction because I didn't have any... Nerve endings in the end of my penis. Ay ay mm.
4: ay 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 ay. Wowzers. Um and um. So you can't. You don't get. You don't. You you. But but the orgasm. I get the orgasm, yeah. but I don't get any any sensation before it. So if if someone were to lick and stroke, that you wouldn't. That would be nothing to you.
1: Not oh, not very much. No. Wowzers. A bit like a tickle under the armpits. Really. Nothing special. Well.
4: Yeah. God, how well that must be! Um, what disappointing life that must be!
1: Who's so? What wh- did you have it done as a baby? Yeah, I had it done. You know, it was all done in those days.
4: Yeah, by well,
1: was it? Well, huh? I, I think so. There were very few people that I was at, we used to call brown heads and cavaliers. There were very few cavaliers nice. at school. But hang on, how old are you? I'm nearly seventy. Really? So you're saying that 70 years ago that was the tradition? You're not? Are you Jewish? No, no, no. It's the tradition. Because nowadays, <laughs>
4: nowadays, in America, everyone is. Um, which which is the one that hasn't got a foreskin? Roundhead. Yes. Yes. In America, they're all roundheads. But but I think the majority of British men, um, unless done so for medical or religious reasons, are cavaliers.
1: Well, me- medical health isn't wasn't what it what, what it is now. No. It was considered to be a healthy thing to do. Yes. So, uh,
4: I really want to see your penis. Um, <laughs> no, I do because is it obvious that they've cut off too
1: much? Well, there's a there's a, there's a big scar underneath the underneath it D- down the shaft. Yeah, yeah, down the shaft. Yeah. Wowzers. Mm. I think they may have messed, messed it up, you know. Yeah, well, it, it would appear, it would appear. So, how you say you've written a whole book about this? Well, uh, yes, I have, really. Yes, uh, and did you did you reach a conclusion? Well, I just think that it's male genital mutilation and it should be banned. I um, I
4: do tend to agree with you, unless it's done for medical. We had to get one of our boys done because he was. Um, he had a terrible problems. His bladder and his kidney were not wired up properly, and he so they he had to have an operation. Oh, yeah. And they they said, "Look, it, it'd probably best you you just you know if we circumcise him as well." And I was quite upset by that, but we, I followed the doctor's instructions. Um, but I I do think. I tend to agree with you. I think it is um, genital. Well, it is genital mutilation, and I do find it abhorrent that that um, both the Islamic and the Jewish faiths mm. um, do this to, to
1: to babies. They cut off a bit of a you know a bit of a baby's willy. I think it's horrible. Uh, the the net result, Ian, is that because the sensations are taken away in the penis, it tends to make the males more. Sexually active, just to try to find some feeling. You're always horny, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you relate that to what's going on in some of these. Hang on, but that doesn't—that's not every. That, but surely yours is a, is a is a rarity where you've, you 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 constantly got the being a rarity. Horny. But I don't think I don't think it's an unknown thing for people who've been circumcised to have much less sensation in their member. Well, hang on a
4: minute, hang on a minute. The only way we, 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 ah. The, the only way we would know that is by speaking to someone who'd been circumcised, um, as an adult, and they would have been sexually active before the circumcision, and then sexually active after. Because you don't know. You don't know what it's meant to fit, what it's meant to yeah, feel exactly. like. Exactly. Um... Right, I'm going to take off my talk radio hat and put on my BBC local radio hat and um, <laughs> risk going, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go full partridge. If you've had a circumcision, um, uh, do you, were you hornier before or after? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Thank you for that, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. Certainly giving us something to chew on there. Let's go to Jonathan. Hello, Ian. Are you circumcised? No. Are you horny?
3: No. Okay. I I do suspect though that somewhere along my bloodline I do have a bit of Jew in me which, is, which well, is very useful.
4: Now, well, now hang now 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 hang on a minute. Because you 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 said that with 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 an unnerving and slightly unpleasant tone and <laughs> I and i'm and you saying uh, i that is a bit useful i that makes me very very uncomfortable because um i suspect you're then going to say something that's actually quite unpleasant and, and offensive
3: uh not at all well not at all i i i just uh, uh in, in in i i just enjoy the thought of uh no. me inevitably having any um uh, Jewish uh, blood in Look, me. We're all, we're,
4: I think we've all got everything. We're all we've all got black in us. We've all got a bit of Jewish. We've all got, we've all got everything in us. We, yeah, isn't it? We all come from Africa.
3: Yeah, I I, I do love the uh, ethnic shielding, as I like to call it.
1: What does that mean?
3: Oh, it means whenever someone uh, attacks you for being something Good. which you're not, yes. you can then say, "Well, how can I?" I can legitimately point to the fact that I have uh, 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 genes from this ethnic group. That ethnic
4: well, no, but you can still be, a, you, can still be a, you can still be a you can no. Hang on, no, Jonathan. That that ethnic shielding doesn't work though, because 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 just because uh, thousands of years ago your ancestors came from Africa, it doesn't mean that you can't be a racist twit.
3: Well, to those that you don't share uh, an ethnic link to, yeah, you're right. I would suppose that.
4: Yes. Anyway, what what, what have you called him uh, for tonight? Uh,
3: uh, uh, it's. I think we should give up writing this
4: particular okay. book. <laughs> I like. Uh, I like this. Go on.
3: Yeah, it uh writing writing a book takes a certain talent and skill that uh unfortunately most of us don't have. I tend no to ag-
4: I tend to agree with you.
3: There's no shame in it, it, it there's no shame in admitting look, I've tried yep. my best, I'm no good at it. Yeah. Uh I I have a great admiration for those who can do it. Yep. Uh I, I'm just going to uh, use my time more productively.
4: I, um... And this th- Now, hang on a second. This is weird, because this is the voice inside my head, come real. Come true. Can you check <laughs> if the air conditioning's on? It's bloody hot. This is the I voice... Listen to the laughter. Yes. You're going to trust this voice? Yeah. This. Yes, this is... This, even the laughter's the voice inside my head. It's incredible. Have you ever tried to write a book, Jonathan? Yes. I've tried a number of times, and I...
3: I, I constantly get writer's block, and, mm. I, and I've come to the conclusion that as much as I would love to be uh, an author, uh, I haven't got the uh, talent or ability or the patience. Uh, and I have a great deal of respect for those who do. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't. So I'm like one of these. Pe- I'm like one of these people who wishes they could be Pele who wishes that they could be a successful professional footballer, but realises, no, you're just another talentless bum. But I do enjoy watching those who do have the talent yes. make it look easy.
4: Yes. OK. Well, th- thanks for that, Jonathan. No problem. No problem at all. Thank you very much indeed. I tend to... Oh, it's boiling in here. I tend to, I tend to agree with him. That is the voice when I'm sat uh, at the kitchen table or in Costa... Um thinking right I'm going what I'm gonna write now. That's that's the voice I hear.
5: You know that's the voice that Matt Haig hears as well.
4: Yeah, but he's he's a Except really he
5: pushes through it. Yeah, but
4: he's a really talented author.
5: Yeah, but the voice tells him that he's not. And you can write, so um just wait until the muse comes back.
4: Oh dear. I don't know. I just don't know if I can be bothered. All right, well <laughs> that, that's how you that's feel. That's the thing, it's such a faff. It's not it's easy. Such a it's not easy it really really is 0344 499 1000 um been sent a story let's have a little look at this the headline is woman trapped in window while trying to retrieve poo
5: yeah i didn't fully read this but i'm i'm sensing i'm smelling some poo and it's it belongs to a bull
4: Alright, this all right, shall we read it? Go on. It's on the BBC website.
5: Yeah, but it's... <laughs>
4: B- it's on the BBC.
5: The Bullshine Broadcasting Corporation.
4: A woman who threw her poo out of her date's toilet window because it would not flush no. had to be rescued after she got stuck trying to retrieve it. Oh it the amateur gymnast hmm. was on a first date with Bristol student Liam Smith when he she panicked. Find him, Liam Smith, Bristol student. Find him. When she panicked and threw the feces out of the window, (laughs) it did not land in the garden but become wedged between two non opening windows. After climbing in head first, after it, she became. There's a famous apocryphal story that was even told on um, when Richard and Judy did this morning. They were told it by one of their researchers, but it's apocryphal, of course, urban myth. About someone at a wedding, birthday party, anniversary, whatever. A woman did, poo wouldn't flush. She chucked it out of the window, and it lands on the roof of the the um, uh, what do they call a big tent, a marquee. After climbing in headfirst, after it, she became wedged. Mister Smith had to call the fire brigade for help. The story appeared on a crowdfunding page. Here we go. That's
5: what I'm saying. Set
4: up by the University of Bristol student, Mr Smith, who is hoping to raise funds to fix his broken window, wrote that he was on a Tinder date with the woman and they went back to the shared house he lived in. He said the woman went to the toilet and when she came back, she had a panicked look in her eye and told him what she had done. He said the toilet window opened into a narrow gap separated by another double glazed window. It was into this twilight zone that my date had thrown her poo, he said. He went to find a hammer to smash the window, but she decided to climb in head first after the offending package and became jammed. Um... Woman was unharmed, Mr. Smith said his bathroom window was destroyed I'm not complaining, they did what they had to do Problem is, I've been quoted north of £300 to replace the window That's a significant chunk of my monthly budget Um, The Avon Fire and Rescue Service confirmed it had received a call and freed a woman trapped between external and double glazing It also confirmed that a window was broken in the process Those guys wouldn't lie
5: yeah, but the story. The story.
4: Well, it it does um thank you Pablo for sharing that. It does uh it does make you think, doesn't it? It does make you think. Hmm. 0344-499-1000, oh, nine, nine, this is Talk Radio. The wild man of late-night radio.
0: The late-night alternative. With Ian
4: Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 oh, nine, nine, is the telephone number. Evening, Kyle. Evening, boss. You all right? I'm all right, mate. What you got for?
9: Well, it was. It's a bit of a strange. Cause I don't. I don't think we normally do. Sort of uh, not we. Not you know. But sort of back to back because we. You, you finished the end of last night's show, which was very good. Yes. Say, saying you were you were going to
4: destroy me, and I and yep. I actually lied awake yep.
9: thinking there's no way you can because what I'm saying is the truth.
4: Okay. Well, let's let's he- let's hear it because if I'm honest, I don't remember that, but it does it does sound like the kind of thing I would say, and I'm gl- I'm glad you had to sleep this night worrying about it.
9: Well, thank, thank you. It my was a bit where I believe you, you got diddled at thirty-six pounds
4: for changing your name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, I paid thirty-six pounds to change my name by a deed poll, and you're telling me mm. you don't have to do that. I call you, sir, a liar.
9: No, no, absolutely, absolutely true. I can, I can provide any details you want.
4: Okay. Well, uh, what is your name? What full name? Well, yes. Well, uh, well, no. My name is. Kyle Rickards. Okay, and what was your what was your full name prior to this incident?
9: It was Rickards without the S.
4: So you just added an S on. Uh, well, I
9: did, but it was only because I went back what? through loads of or oh, some family member or fam- somehow found out that you should have had an S on. Right. And I mean, I you
4: found can't... out it should. So an S dropped off your name at some point. Yes, seriously. Yeah, okay, Kyle. It's I mean, it sounds uh, okay. Go on.
9: Right. So, so what happened? was, So, yes. when I was about fourteen, I was very cocksure. Yes. So I, I see. And, right, and, and I'll be honest with you because we didn't have the internet then, but I'm sure that I read somewhere or it was in a book or something. It was like, oh no, no, it's a myth. You don't have to do it by deed poll. You can just tell people what you want to be known as, and and then that's your name. Yeah. So, I did. I just told everyone, oh, there's an S on the end of my name from, um, like, decades back. Yeah. And everyone just, that was it. And I, I think the only thing was... Here we go. My national insurance card, you. I think, came through yep. without the S. Yep. And I got them to redo it. Right. Uh, my mortgage has the S on. Yep. Um, I'm trying I think? but uh, My passport has got the S on it. Birth certificate. Well, Sorry. Say again. Birth certificate, mate. Strangely enough, my birth certificate says doesn't have the F. Right. right, right. And it only gets flagged up when I'm sure that I've told you I used to work. So my security clearance, it, it came back once, and they said, "Oh, hang on, how come it's not an I?" But you've not, Carl,
4: with respect, you've right. not, you've yeah. not changed your name. But how old were you when you did this? About fourteen. Right. Okay. Right, okay. Let, let's break this down. You've not actually changed your name, mate. You've just put an s. You just pluralised it. All you've done is pluralised your name. Well, that's what I'm. That's 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 yeah. what I'm known as. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Pluralised Kyle. But that's all you've done is you've just pluralised it. I, I, yeah, yes, yes, you can do that. But you couldn't. You couldn't now call yourself John Benjamins.
9: Mm. No, but why? Why? Why would I? Did, uh, did, this is the strange...
4: strangest. <laughs> why would I? Here. You should have stuck with that. That was a great. That was a great line of questioning. I had no comeback on that. Yeah, but why would I? No. Um, y- you. You. Yeah. Anyone can pluralise their name, right? That's easy. Just put an S on his name, Kath. That's all he's done. I right? Heard, yeah. He's pluralised it, which is fine. Anyone could do that. I could do that. Kath could do that. I right? we wouldn't. We wouldn't, because we're not. You know. It, it, but you know, I'm not going to judge you for it, buddy. But. You could like I say, you couldn't call yourself, um, um, Timmy Daniels.
1: Why? Well, you
4: can't. you you can't. But you, you, you call, tell you what, right, you call yourself Timmy Daniels, then you go and try and take some money out of your bank account.
9: But, then, but I, but I saw this when I was, when I was 14. Yeah, okay, but you, you, all right, but you do it, you, you do it now. But, all right, all right but my brother thought, yeah. right, and again, this is this is getting to, getting to slightly darker waters. If he's just pluralised
4: so his name, it doesn't count.
9: So, what, no, well, t- so basically, he didn't have the S on the end of his name. Yeah, um, and he came to live with me. I had a residence, residency order he made, and when they made the residency order, they said, "What name do you want to?" Yeah, and I said, "Put the S on." So me and my brother have the S, but my nan, who died year, two years ago, didn't.
4: But all you've and done, done is you've ass just ass told. Here, did did well, your brother want the S added?
9: He didn't really care because he was just happy to come and live with you me. That's forced.
4: Really... So you said you said your brother could come and live with you, only if he pluralised his name. What well, he wasn't sick... quite like that. What sick mind is this at work? You'd make a good um, supervillain villain in um,
1: the Batman television series. What? Just by putting. That... Well, the strange <laughs> thing was, and the other, and I didn't know this till years pluralizer. after the, <laughs> the pluraliser. <laughs> <laughs> the pluralized, uh,
9: but the the strange, and I didn't know this yeah. genuinely for for many years after. Is Keith Richard did exactly the same thing. So if you look at any of the um, Mick and Keith record the Stones records, he put um, they're, they're all credited without the S, and about eighty eight, eighty nine at the same time. He put the S on. No, I didn't do it for that reason, because I wasn't, like, a massive... I'm not still not a massive stone fan. They're rubbish. The, the Rolling
4: Stones are, are, honestly, they are... They're like Elvis. Five good songs, and that is it. They are absolute... Uh, easily the worst band that's ever existed. Easily. Worse than Coldplay. Worse than U2. They are terrible. And anyone listening to this who is a Rolling Stones fan, you deserve everything you get. Because they are about-
9: awful. What about the Lighthouse Family? They they were cack.
5: Yeah, really cack.
4: The, the, the Stones were worse than the Lighthouse Family. There we go. No. Yes, mate. No. Yes, yes, mate. I'm not having that. Don't yeah, you well, mean? I'm... Don't you mean the the Lighthouse families?
9: You've been horrible to me now, and I was.
1: And, and you've still not owned me. I've dist-
9: mate. I've destroyed
1: you. I do. You know Miss... cha- Change your name to Timmy Daniels.
9: Well, I've travelled around the world and got a mortgage with an S on the end of my name. Yeah, but so you
4: now tell not... your mortgage company uh, I'm not Kyle um, Rickards anymore. I'm Timmy Daniels, and then you then you see what hoops you've got to jump through, man. Because you not changed your name; you've just added, you've pluralized it. Wasn't
5: Timmy Daniels alternative Hitler from yes. the other night?
4: Yes, he was. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes, he was. Oh, that's a can of worms. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, I'm I'm sorry, mate, but I, I tell you what, we'll take a vote on it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand by adding an S. To his surname, has Kyle changed his name or not? We'll do a Twitter poll, okay? That's fine. That's fine. And you'll you'll you will abide by the result,
9: yeah? Well, it'll be a bit of a... Well, if I have to, but it'll be a bit of faff taking the S back.
4: I'm no, you haven't got. To ch- you back. haven't got to take the S off. You haven't got to singularise yourself. But if 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 it is proven via a poll of Twitters. Right. Uh, I mean, look, this is what they were doing earlier. Should ex-offend ex-offenders be able to conceal their past when it comes to interviews? Have a guess. Everyone says it's always eighty percent, twenty percent. Everyone said uh, no. Um, but so this is a poll that actually matters, right? And you haven't got to change. You haven't got to take the S off if you don't want to. Um, but you have to accept at the end of it when it goes my way, which I know it will, that you did not actually change your name.
9: But I know what your listener's are like. I've met some of them as well. Oh, man. Right? So you're and, slagging and off they the will, listeners now. And wow. they, will clearly, wow. they will clearly say, God. no, it's, it's Rickard about the S. And I have to revert back to the, like, my 1974 existence.
4: Yeah, can't. Well, if they, I was, that was never an option, but he kept. He, this is what he wants to do. So there's something very, very deep going on there. Uh, I'll set up a Twitter poll. That'll solve it. 03444991000. Follow me on Twitter at Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian
4: Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000. I've set up a Twitter poll there. These are the Twitter polls that really count. Um, You can call in about anything. We've talked about uh, changing names. We've talked about all coming from Africa. Um, we'll talk about writing books. Very busy first hour of the show. Let's go to Davy. Good
8: evening, Davy. Good evening, sir. How are we? Good, thank you, boss. Yes, I, um, initially I'll start off by apologising to you. Yes. For last week you were talking about band members when the bands uh, disbanded, where are they now? And I got the wrong thread of it. Uh-oh. And well... that was when I came out with the music that transcends... The decades. Oh yes, music yes, you did. Yeah.
4: Absolute pudding.
8: Yes, I know. I got the I was listening to Delete I was your account Yeah, you, but I sort of anyway. Anyway. Um so I, wanted to, so I apologize to you for Apologies that. Apology is accepted, sir. Okay. You're talking about you're having sort of difficulties writing going through your book. Oh
4: man, it's such hard work sitting down and writing. It's, I just I just it's just and I don't know why it's hard. It's the the motivation, I guess, is the thing, and, and, and the doing right. of it. Yes, that's it.
8: Is, is, is that not because you're doing it yourself and there's not a second set of eyes to oversee what you're saying?
4: Well, no, and when I, I've uh, finished, when I've typed a chapter, I send it off to Kath, and I don't send her anything until I've written a chapter.
8: Right, OK. But then Kath knows you very, very well. Yes. Which... An instance is a very, very good thing because yes. there'll be elements to it where she'll probably be able to say to you, yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah. This is not a great idea. This yeah. one. Maybe expand on this no. element. Expansion. Maybe expand on that element. Yep. Right? Yeah. I've got the three names of the authors in front of me who you probably won't have heard of. No. However the interview you had a few weeks ago with Mr. David Hamilton. Yes. He, in his early formative years, huh? done work with a, a very nice sport in Britain called Speedway. Yes. Now, two of these authors are very profound and prolific authors in the art of Speedway. However, they've done autobiographies. They've also done sort of diary, if you like, ...books of a whole season of Speedway... Yes. ...but in their own style... right? ...perhaps if I gave you the name of these guys... What? ...they could give you an oversight... ...of what you're doing... ...and what you're trying to do...
4: What, well, hang time. on, what do you mean... Well, hang on, ...what do you mean they could give me an oversight?
8: Well, they would see it impartially... ...whereas... Garth oh, hey, hang on oh, well, a minute... ...I can't write to two
4: blokes that have written a Speedway book... And said, "And I said, can you have a look at my book I about bit, working in I
8: telly? All biographies I've done as well.
4: All right, but the thing right. is, but the thing is, right? It's not because what I've written. It, what I've written is, I think it's all right. I think it's funny. It's certainly honest, and it needs a bit of editing. I know it needs editing, right? And tidying up, and, and a couple of bits don't link on and I know all that, but I just, I want to get the seventy, eighty thousand words that you've got to write." down, mm-hmm. and then uh, me and Kath will kind of, you know, I'll, we'll tidy it up and edit it and stuff like that, so th- th- that's the thing it's just the act of, see- I've got about 10,000 words another well,
8: 70,000 to go! But then this is what I'm saying to you, could these guys not give you a sort of plethora as to set the scene or things? But, uh, or is it just, do you want it just warts and all?
4: I want it warts um, it's warts and all, man, but with some of the warts um, frozen off
8: alright, okay um, there is a name here who's done an unofficial autobiography of one of the world's most famous DJs in the world wow um, I could give you that name give me that name give me, me that name it's a guy called Richard Norris okay um, I don't actually really know how you would get in touch with <laughs> Richard
4: well, hang on a minute. How much? If you don't know how to get in touch with him, how the bloody hell am I going to get in touch with him?
8: Well, I was going to say to you, you would need to look it up. Okay, on well, the internet. Okay. I don't have the. I don't do the internet. Do I'm you mean you do, how can you not do? Man, don't
4: how can you not do the internet?
8: Because I read books well, rather than going through the internet. I I read books,
4: and I yeah. I tend to buy books off the internet. Mm. That's what I tend to do.
8: No, well, I'm your old school. I go to Waterstones when they're still open and try and get them for there. Well, I
4: do what most people do, is I go to Waterstones, I look at a book, then I look on my phone how much cheaper it is on Amazon, and I get it delivered to my house the next day.
8: Well, I've I've had that done through friends of mine that are on the internet. See, I used to have cable TV and all that, and I got rid of that because I prefer listening to the radio.
4: TV is generally rubbish. Oh, uh, Davey, go, listen, thank you for that, mate. 03444991000. I'm never going to get in touch with that bloke. Gatford hi there, uh, no it's Gafford's now <laughs> there we go Here boy oh boy after that last
1: call you sound like a, a bundle of energy so I know don't I just uh, there you? is an issue that we need to discuss yes there um, is Gafford there is no. um, you will remember that at the weekend um, I, I came and, and observed your game of tag, strike hit, strike I, tag I
4: didn't know what you did before you arrived but that's interesting to know that you came um, yes. and then you observed
1: our game of tag, yes, yes. you did I did, but the, the reason being that I am, um, otherwise, um, unable. It felt a bit like, for those yeah. who don't
4: know, we played tag in Hyde Park, about 50 people turned up and Gatford sat there. Uh, no, now, for those don't who know don't anyone. know, for those who don't know Gatford, you're a big lad and you've got a beard, right? Yeah. And it felt a bit like you were King Henry VIII and we were your court jesters running yeah. around for your amusement. It pretty much did feel like that for me too. also felt a bit like a sex offender watching us.
1: Well, no. Not so much. OK. Because th- th- I'm not. Well,
4: to make that I'm, I, I, I'm not, and for legal reasons, I'm not saying you are a sex offender. Interesting. I'm you, saying it felt yeah. like um, you were a sex offender
1: watching us. Now, it's interesting you bring up legal reasons. Uh-oh. Uh, because uh, you remember that I was wearing a, uh, a rather large boot on my left foot. I do remember that, which I've, yeah. seen,
4: I've seen lots of people wearing these giant plastic boots at the moment.
1: Well the, the 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 booting question that you mentioned yes today uh has broken right right do I sue you yes talk radio no. hyde
10: park uh-huh. or the racist behind us
4: um well i think gatford is it mm-hmm. i'm glad you told us this yeah um because actually i think i have good grounds upon which to sue you pourquoi um i shall tell you uh, I'm going to speak slowly while I just work it out in my head. Okay. I have good grounds to sue you because, um, you, you're, you say the shoe got damaged today. Yes, okay. yes, I was walking upstairs at work. Yeah, yeah. But, well, that, but, I, personally, I find that very, very upsetting. Uh-huh. That, um, a fellow human being... Yeah. ...who is disabled because you've only got nine toes... Well, you're right, I don't have a blue badge. No, and that is another wrong... That needs to be righted. Um, A fellow human being like you could suffer so much. Now, you brought your suffering and misery to the event on Sunday, and you infected us all. You touched us all. Uh, That's not true.
1: I did not bundle.
4: With your um, your sad life and your misery, and, and, and you, you really brought a downer on the date And kind I know was invited though. Uh, no, you kind of you phoned kind up and the, said you were going to come, and I so said, don't kind kind come. And said that everyone was invited, and you know, I kind of said to you, I kind of and... said to you, don't come.
1: What uh, are like those words? Yeah,
4: it was actually it was almost exactly those words of you said, I'm going to come, and I said, oh, I don't want you to come.
1: This is not
4: quite. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty much exactly what
1: I said, but we we're, we're, we're arguing over. A, you know kind of I, little I tell you what, things yes sir let's
11: let's let mediate you send me a check for 20 grand i'll send you a check for 20 grand we'll call the whole thing off
4: you send the check first yeah well, no, thanks very much for calling Gatford. let's go to dennis good evening Ian. oh he sounds younger every single day can i, I depolarize my name from brooks to Brooks? um you're going to depolarize your name yeah okay yes you can you right, can just do the that the
10: thing is you're a good, such a good talker. Yeah. Why don't you record with are talking and then then write it down afterwards? I thought about that. That's the best way. I did think about that. So, so when you start talking about things, you, you think of things you've never thought of before. Do you
4: know what? I, d- I did think, but then you've still got to type it. Oh, well, that's beside the point. Well, no, that is the point. You've still got to type it. I mean, I could.
10: Yes, but at least you've got it in order to start
4: with. Yeah, all right. I tell you what I'm going to do, Dennis. I'm going to try the next chapter like that. I'm going to record it. And then you... Am I right, dear listener? Someone phone up with more technological advice than me. I've got a, a, a wonderful woman who, who transcribes stuff for me when I need it, but this could be quite pricey, because I talk a lot. But, um, uh, but th- th- isn't there an app on your phone where you speak into it, and it... it um dict- Well, a dictation thing. Can I use your dictaphone, Dennis? No, thank you. Use the your phone. You're not using my dictaphone. Yeah, you, well, you've almost got the punchline there, but not. the punchline, of course, is no use your finger like everybody else. But... um <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that, um, tomorrow, Dennis. That's, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Good. Thank you. Good night. Ta-ta. Um, 0344. is the telephone number. Uh, lots of stuff coming up. Some really big guests coming up soon. Uh, we're gonna have Sparks on the show. They've got a new album his Hippopotamus, which I heard today and is wonderful. Um, Chris Difford is going to come on the show. I think I'm interviewing... I think I'm doing both of them on Thursday. Chris Difford at 4 and Sparks. We're going to... We've been invited to the album launch at the ICA. I am very, very excited. Uh, who else? Um, um, Mark Lewison. Mark Lewison, who is a Beatles expert. Um, I'm going to his house next week. And also Johnny Rogan, who's written these... I mean, just... I've read his, uh, he wrote a book about the birds ages ago, and it's, it's, I mean, it's about the thickness of, you know, five old phone books. And he's written two more books about the birds and they're huge. And um I've read his book he wrote about Ray Davis of the Kinks as well. So I'm meeting him. Um, so we've got some really cracking guests coming up soon. Um, if you've got any suggestions for guests, uh, you can email me, Ian at Ian com, uh, or you can tweet me at Ian Lee I A I N L W. Or you can message me on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Ian Lee Can I ask a favour um, If you're going to tweet me or something And do it in a public place Don't at the other person That you're suggesting as a guest Because, 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 because Because of the wonderful things he does uh, Because it can be a bit embarrassing We've had a few times when um, People that we've not actually been that interested in um, Get at it And we're like oh, I don't really want them on the show Um Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And don't forget, of course, Catherine and I are doing several shows up and down the country of our podcast, uh, The Rabbit Hole, which is separate from this show. And it's a phone in show and we record it in front of a studio audience and you can come along. You can watch us record. We normally record three or four shows in the night. It's sort of split into two halves, usually of about 45 minutes and 45 minutes, right? Two, two hours. We stick around afterwards. Um, and you can come and say hello and shake hands and we take pictures and do all that kinds of stuff. And we try and keep the tickets as close as we can to a tenner. Now, some of the venues charge a bit more. Um, but some of them we've taken, uh, uh, we take less money as we try and keep it to a tenner. Let me give you these dates. Okay. Our only London show this year is at the 17th, uh, 17th of September at the King's Place in London, 17th of September, King's Place, London, and if you Google King's Place and rabbit hole, tun, 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 October the 1st, we're in Scunthorpe, have we even got anybody, I know we've got one listener, we had a young lady get in touch, we've got one listener in Scunthorpe, and I think that's represented in our ticket sales as well. Um, we're at the uh, Café Independent in Scunthorpe on the 1st of October. The 14th of October, we're in Brighton at the Caroline of Brunswick. That's almost sold out, guys. And the 29th of October, we're in Hull. And again, I think we've sold nine tickets for that. That's at Cardamom 94 on October the 29th. If you follow me on Twitter I'll post a a link to where you can get all of those dates if you want to come along and see us. Onwards and upwards dear listener another two hours of this to go Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Plenty more to talk about including moonwalking dog poo and of course one of the greatest and weirdest rock and roll bands of all times, The Kid. Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, and we're talking about, I don't remember why, but about circumcision. Uh, If you got circumcised as an adult, will you horny up before the circumcision or after the circumcision? I'm asking for a friend. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The
0: Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
7: Just keep moving on Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on There's a world It's waiting to unfold a brand new tale no one has ever told. We've journeyed far, but you know it won't be long. We're almost there, we've paid our bet with a hobo song. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. So
4: Jazz, card uh, The jazz is the one thing I can't, I can't get, and I wonder if it's an age thing. I wonder if when I get older, I'll dig jazz. I, I've not really had time to sit. I've got a load of new CDs and albums. I say new, you know, they're old. I've, I've bought them uh, for about a quid on Amazon, um, and downloaded some stuff. And I've, I've got, I've not really had time to just sit down. For, and for a week, just listen to some music That's what I need to do That's what I need to do, dear listener Is to sit down and just listen to a shed load of music That would sort things out um, But jazz is the... Jazz and reggae I'm never going to get into reggae But maybe... Maybe, you know, jazz... I I think I could perhaps grow into it Become an old, boring jazz fart Imagine that. Man alive. 344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Lots we've talked about so far this evening, including um, circumcisions. Do they make you horny? Not the thought of them, um, but uh, after you'd uh, had one. Were you hornier before or after? Because um, we had a caller... Andrew, who was saying that he lost sensation in the end of his penis because of his circumcision, but he was circumcised as a baby. So he doesn't know how sensitive a man's penis is meant to be. So we talked about that. Uh, We've talked uh, about uh, all coming from Africa, um, writing books... Um, all kinds of bits and pieces. You know the rules, guys. You can phone in about absolutely anything you want. And Kath's gone off to um, sort out some uh, bits and pieces. I think she's coming back soon. But um, in the meantime, it's just you and me. So uh, you can give me a call about anything you want. 0344 is the telephone number. Let's have a little look at the Twitter poll. 145 <coughs> votes. On, Kyle added an S to his surname, so did Kyle Rickards change his name or not? And this really is, the, the results really are staggering, and I think they prove why Twitter polls are so worth doing. 44% say yes, he did change his name, 56% say no, he just pluralized it. He just pluralized it. I like the Kinks a lot. I'm fascinated by the Kinks, and um, I keep going back to the Kinks. Even though I've got to say, the Kinks have got the biggest hit to the biggest hit to miss or miss to hit ratio than any other band. Certainly more than the Beatles. I, I would suggest more than the Who, although the Who have only ever released about twelve albums. I think um, the Beach Boys. Uh, yeah, probably more than the Beach Boys. And by it, Mr. Hit, hit Ratio, what I mean is um, g- bad stuff compared to good stuff, because there's, there's there are albums, Kinks albums, several of them, that are just unlistenable. Have you guys tried listening to Village Green Preservation Acts One and Two? I'm not talking about the Village Green Preservation Society. I'm talking uh, Preservation, Acts 1 and 2. Have you listened to the album Soap Opera? I remember getting that on cassette from Slough Library when I was about 14 years old and listening to it and thinking, I should like it because it's the Kinks, but it's awful. It's awful. But I find them fascinating as a band. I mean, really, really fascinating. Sir Ray Davis has revealed, I mean, and and I I love watching them, and I love reading about them. I've got this um Uncut magazine special that just critiques every album they ever did. And then there's loads of interviews from those periods. Oh, it's a wonderful read. I, I dived into that. I dived into it so much that I then bought one about Fleetwood Mac and one about The Who. So I'm about to go through a very big The Who thing, guys. And for that, I can only apologise. Um So Ray Davis, who I've interviewed, I used to live near Ray Davis. I saw him coming out of Snappy Snaps once. So, Ray Davis has revealed, according to this in the mirror, he nearly... Oh, by the way, follow Dave Davis, the guitarist, uh, for, uh, and, and brilliant, brilliant songwriter as well, from the Kinks. I was watching, um, uh, I was showing Kath, the Kinks, live at the BBC, 1971, playing Victoria. Victoria, my favourite Kinks song, one of my favourite songs of all time. Uh, it's a brilliant, ver- really ragged version. And they've got a, 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 a brass section that just elevates it to a magnificent, magnificent level. And um I, I, it cuts to Dave Davis's guitar solo. And I said, yep, and f- uh, almost uh, 50 years later, that gentleman was on Twitter complaining that he can't buy any comfortable pants. And it's true. He's on Twitter going, why can't I get any comfortable pants? They always itch me balls, is what he was saying. Um, 03444991000. Sir Ray Davis has revealed he nearly gave up music to be a painter after his first marriage broke up. Wowzers. I've interviewed Ray Davis. I think I've told this story many, many times. I'm quite happy to tell it again in the absence of any telephone calls. Um, it came in and it was about, he was doing, um, I think it was the collaborations album. It was, it, it, I mean, it's, it, as far as my interviews go, I like to think I'm quite good at them. This was not a particularly good interview because I was really, really nervous. Really nervous because I was sat opposite Ray Davis, one of my absolute heroes. And, um, that line, never meet your heroes, it can be true, you know, and I, kn- and I knew that ray davis is can be a prickly old pair yeah he can be a very grumpy gentleman and um and i've heard him um hang up in the middle of a telephone interview i've heard him on interview saying i don't want to talk about that i've I, I and 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 i just you know you want when you meet your heroes as i've had the honor to do more times than is is fair um, you want them to like you, and you know, part of me wants some guy. Hey, there's something cool about this guy. I kind of identify with him. There's something about this guy. I want to be friends with him. You don't want them to go. Yeah, this is rubbish. I'm walking out. And so Ray Davis came in. It was when I was at a music radio station, and uh, it, a big entourage. And and the entourage said, "Right, you can't talk about the Kinks. Uh, you can only talk about the new album." Now, considering the new album was him doing Kinks songs with uh other people the best track on there better things with him and bruce springsteen worst track mumford and son doing doing one of the songs whatever that was uh. so considering they were kink songs but we're told you're not allowed to talk about the kinks jeez oh, OK. Very stilted opening of the interview. So, uh, Ray, tell me about the new album. How does it work? Do you just have Bruce Springsteen's phone number and you phone him up? And getting very, very dry answers. And then um, the, we had to stop because there was a problem with the microphone. Also. I don't know what it was. And um, uh, and while it had stopped, I um, said, oh, but by the way... Um, Do you still live in Muswell Hill? Because I live up there. He said, "Oh yeah, where do you live?" I said, "Oh, I live on Colney Hatch. Well, I I live on Colney Hatch Lane, and we just we're just going to move around the corner to Muswell Avenue. And as soon as I said that, oh, we were best friends for for the next twenty minutes. I mean, he he doesn't send me a Christmas card anymore, but we were great. And he was chatting, and he and he he softened up incredibly, and I was allowed to ask him absolutely anything I wanted. I was a joy." It was a joy. Um, I remind me to tell you about some of the difficult interviews I've done. I'm, I'm more than happy to, uh, dish the dirt there. 03444991000. So Ray Davis has revealed he nearly gave up up there. Sorry, I, I will read this story in a second. There was another tweet that Dave Davis did. Dave Davis got locked out of his Instagram account for, um, for pretending to be Dave Davis. And he was on Twitter going, but I am Dave Davis. And I've been locked out of Twitter, uh, of Instagram. And he sent a brilliant tweet. He said, my brother, Ray, can get a knighthood. I can't even get an effing Instagram account. It kind of summed it up. Um, The King's Legend, 73. Ay, ay. I hope those guys get back together again. I saw them once at Alexandra Palace. Said he wanted to quit after divorcing Rasa in 1973. He told the Radio Times magazine... I sat in this room with my brother. I wanted to give up the whole idea and become a painter. I wish I'd done that. There's still time, guys. There's still time. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. If you're always happy to take stories about grumpy celebrities that you've met. I mean, why are... I told you about Al Jardine from the Beach Boys. Oh, I saw a beach boy walking through an airport. Of course I'm going to go and say hello to him. Of course I am. I was so nervous and I went up to him and I went, Mr Jardine, he had his back to me. And his shoulders dropped and he, his head went down and he let out an audible sigh and turned round and said, yeah, what do you want? What I wanted was I'd love a picture and a handshake. Instead, what I said was I just wanted to say thank you so much for the music, sir. Al Jardine of the Beach Boys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed.
0: The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, Simon in Windsor says. We're um, talking about the Kinks and Victoria while you're out of the room, Catherine. Um, I was saying to a friend the other day how sad that so many songs like that one and a myriad of Queen songs have been debased by being used in adverts for floor cleaning products and bathroom fittings. What has what Victoria f- been used for then? What, what advert was that in? I don't have a problem with it. I used to be a music purist and a snob, and I'd be upset hearing a Beach Boys song. I don't I don't care. It's pop, it's pop. It's pop music. It's what it's for. Pop is, 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 is to be sold. It's a commodity, and this is just taking it to the next... To the next level. I mean, I am honest, we are not allowed to talk about the adverts, but I think Van Monster is a, is 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 an improvement on the song. <laughs> I do, I think it's an improvement, I think it's much catchier. Um so I don't have any problem with music being with pop songs being used to to, to sell stuff. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's what we, we live in a capitalist society. Mm. That's what it's about.
5: Yeah, and also musicians have got to make their money Yay. somehow, and they sure as heck aren't doing it out of recording anymore. In it in
4: it though I love my favourite use of music in an advert was the Blue Tones that song for um, it was for contact lenses mm-hmm. 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 and do mm-hmm. you know why it was for contact lenses because of the line, you don't have to have a solution. Really? Yeah, here we go. That genius. Was it. That's genius. And I heard someone told me they got 100 grand for that. And that's the Blue Tones, right? Nice little band. I can't believe they're rolling in money. So 100 grand, thank you very much indeed. We'll Sweet. love that. Uh, James is on the line. Good evening, James.
11: Hello, Ian. You're all right. You good? Thank you, James. I'm not feeling the love tonight, Ian. Why is that? I don't know. You just seem down. Um,
4: well, I am down, but um, these things happen.
11: Anyway, I thought I'd I'd um I'd delight you with a with a story of a celebrity being grumpy. Here anyway.
4: we go. This Just is what we want.
11: Well, I went to Broadway to see um, Al Pacino on stage oh, because geez. I love Al Pacino. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the team.
4: grumpiest of all celebrities.
11: Would you like my really. Al Pacino
5: impression?
4: Yeah, go on. Hoo ha! There we go. You see, Hoo
11: ha! Hoo ha! So I went all the way to Broadway to see him, and I thought because I didn't have much to do before the before the performance, yeah. I thought I'd kind of hang around outside the outside the theatre to see you know if he'd t- turn up or anything. Yeah, of like, course, ch- cheeky autograph. And so he he turned up in a in a massive limo. Yeah. Looking like like he'd just woken up, really. Yeah. And all I could find was a kind of scraggly ballpoint pen that I had in my bag. I wasn't really prepared for it. Mate, I was, you know, you it should would be have stopped off
4: at the Smiths and bought some sharpies. I should I should
11: have done a had a sharpie run. You always buy. a but... You have two sharpies.
4: Uh, you have your main sharpie and a backup. <laughs> Just in case so they walk away, just in case they walk away with the sharpie, which they will do because it's a, an expensive pen. And Al Pacino didn't become a millionaire by buying his own sharpies. But then, supposing he walks away, and then Ted Danson walks by, what are you going to? You need that backup sharpie, James, every single time, buddy.
11: <laughs> Should have had one at least. Yep. So I, I had my ballpoint pen, and I had a program from the night before because they're kind of free with the theatre in, in Broadway. So no, I you really are program. tight.
4: I had a program from the night before because they're
11: they're free. They were giving them away, but tickets were about $175, okay. so, you know, it's kind of justified. Yeah, yeah. So I, I walked up to him. There were about three people behind me in the queue, you know, professional autograph hunters with yep. their scarface posters and yep. sharpies. And so I approached him with my ballpoint pen. He tries to scribble on the front of oh, his Oh, he program. tried!
4: Oh, he, he tried. tried!
11: He tried. I gave him the pen. It didn't work. He threw the pen at my head and said... <gasps> Don't work. <laughs> and, march, and march straight into the theatre with the hump. But no... All these teed-off fans behind me. <laughs> screw <laughs> those laughing. losers.
4: You've got something better than an autograph, though. You've got oh, an manica. Al Pacino story.
11: You've got an Al Pacino story. <laughs> and possibly a little
4: dent in your head. Yeah, Al Pacino chucked <laughs> a pen at you. That's
11: beautiful. That was quite depressing, but afterwards he was lovely, so he must have taken... You know, you must have had a few glasses of coffee or something. So well, you saw him again and afterwards. He came out afterwards. I ran out because cause that was um. What? No, that wasn't the time. We, no, because every time I've gone to Broadway, something magical has happened. The last time I saw Tom the, Hanks, it's more, the
4: Home of Dreams.
11: It is. It really is, and it was on Thirty Fourth Street where the miracle happened, yep. and that was my kind of calamity story. But afterwards, he was lovely, and um, and he and he did sign it with a sharpie. So I've got this program signed oh. with a sharpie. And there's a big hole next to it where we tried earlier.
4: Wowzers. And did he did he say, hey, you're the kid with the, the broken barrow next time? No, he
11: didn't recognise me. No. <laughs> I think I did my hair a bit differently. But no, that he was lovely the second time. That would be, it would so that be kind of, the hair. That kind of redeemed this a little bit. Well,
4: James, thank you very much indeed. You've met Hollywood royalty and you've had a pen chucked at your head. If any uh, celebrity has ever um, chucked a projectile at you, dear listener, then uh, I, I'm always happy to hear those... Uh, N- those stories. I've had
5: um, somebody throw a lot of stuff at me. Who? You. Pens.
4: Paper. That's a paper clip there. These things happen, Catherine. These things happen. James picks up on the point. I'm not feeling particularly great today. I, um, uh, I kind of started sinking last night. And what i 'm trying to do, this is what i 'm trying to do now is i 'm trying to not go on Twitter and say, "Oh oh to oh, oh, kill myself, so miserable oh, oh i' try not to because what what purpose does that serve so instead I, I text it to you mm-hmm. um, uh, which must be boring for you no and um uh, but yeah, just today i 've just felt lousy i 've just felt lousy. And the thing that I've been doing recently when I've been feeling lousy is going, is walk, out walking. This is what I was going to say earlier on. This is what I was going to say. I started this and I don't know why I didn't finish this an hour ago. So I, I'm taking the dog out walking and I took the dog out walking today and I, it was, she was, there was, I could tell there was something on her mind because she was a reluctant walker in that she was, instead of running off on the lead as she does and pulling, she was walking to heel. She's not trained to walk to heel. She's just a mutt, right? And I thought this is this is a reluctant walker, but then what I do is I cross a very busy road and go into a field, um, and walk a bit into the field. Take her off the lead, and she runs off, and we and she. But she stays. She always stays in sight, and, and she'll she'll kind of hang back and then run towards me, and all this stuff. And uh, today I lost her. I lost the dog. We got I got her back. Was, you know, punchline to the story though was, was I got her back eventually, but she was gone for about twenty minutes. And after about ten minutes, she came out it's like and the thing is it 's like this field and then it's an in, uh, then there's some woods and then there's an entrance to Windsor Great Park, which is great and massive right and it but it involves there basically there sort of, i was in sort of four areas where you can 't see what 's going on Could you've
5: um, got into the park from
4: yeah 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 oh yeah, totally, but if i'd have gone into uh, my fear was she 'd run back towards the main road yeah and get oh jeez. Um, my fear and my dream at the same time um, but after 10 minutes she came out of the woods like quite some distance like what are you doing what are you doing I'm coming right and I, I, I then put on my headphones and looked down at my turn my phone on as I looked up she'd gone again I thought, oh Jesus uh, and I was calling and and got 10 minutes the second time and the panic was rising and I texted my wife saying i don't know where you are but i need you to come here because i've lost the dog and she could have gone off in any direction so i need i need another pair of eyes um and then she just turned up again she just came out of the woods
5: little little sod could you i mean i'm not a do- i've never had a dog no. could you attach like a red balloon to her
4: what so she floats
5: no so that you know where she
4: is at all times well no, but she went into undergrowth she went into brush mm. she was in brush I couldn't. You could see her in, I couldn't because get in when, there.
5: I think that what she was doing when she was hanging back was plotting.
4: Oh, I think she was. Yeah. But then she came out and she had um, blood on her. ear. Oh dear. So is all right? Was
5: she? What, I happening? don't know. I don't. Know. I don't bit... know. She's a
4: dog. I can't go. What? 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 Was what there? Were happened? there teeth marks? I don't know. But she, I'm glad she got bitten or uh, injured. She deserved it. She was running through a lot of barbed wire, so it oh, may well, have been that. Yeah. Achy, 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 that. Pa- it's that panic rising up. It's the similar. To, it's similar to when a kid disappears your child disappears from it but it was it was certainly a much slower build it, it was like it got to five six minutes and i started thinking oh jesus mm. oh yeah alive. what are we gonna do um so i didn't have um so that so that was what i did to cheer me up was lose the dog and have panic panic rising up that was my cheer me up so I went back, I went back It just felt miserable. So I felt miserable all day, really miserable. And I, know, I know, don't, don't worry, guys, because, you know, we're not going to... The, the miserable shows have, have, have come and gone, and now the Giggle Factory is open. Um, but there's only so much faking I can do, and today I feel like absolute... I, ne- I nearly didn't... This morning, I nearly phoned up and said, oh, I can't... I can't come in. But, um, uh, maybe I should have done that. Maybe that, maybe I'll do that for the rest of the week. I don't know. But so I've turned Periscope off because I have a little deal, deal with myself where I only have Periscope on if I'm feeling good and I, I feel lousy. So Periscope is turned off. We have another hour and a half to go, dear listener. Um, so let's, I hope you don't mind me sharing that, that little indulgence with you. Um, so let's crack on, shall we? You can call in, of course, about absolutely anything you want. Heavy or light, uh, light or shade, 344 499 I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio. Set free your mind, let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets
0: curiouser ah, ah. by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: Now, 0344-499-1000. Oh, this is in, this is in England. A five-year-old boy got a wee shock when he found this three-foot python in the loo. Look at that. Imagine the oh loo and seeing that. Oh, my Flipping heck. This
5: was in England. I kind of sc- scanned across that in the paper because I assumed it was somewhere else. No,
4: no, 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 no. Um, the lad who had been about to spend a penny... <gasps> imagine if, he ra- if, he'd, if he'd sat down for a poo and it had entered well, him.
5: Well, what if he'd been a woman? He would have sat on it.
4: yeah. Well, boys sit down to go to the toilet. Well, well. I mean,
5: I'm assuming
4: he. But he could could have entered and then come out of his mouth. My God. Uh, Ran to his mum. Petrified Laura Cowell said, I had to use a broom handle to to lift the lid. Then out popped its head and its tongue came out as well. (gasps) The toilet had been blocked for days. but she did not know why. <gasps> this is awful. This is the most disgusting story I have ever, ever heard. It is thought the harmless baby Royal Python...
5: Baby? That's massive!
4: Yeah, it's three foot long. Oh, my! ...escaped from neighbours when neighbours in Southend moved. Rob Yeldon... Who owns pet shop Scales and Fangs removed it with a hook. Oof. Mr. Yeldham said, I think the snake. Jeez. Oh, God. I think the snake went down their toilet and ended in this one, as the sewers are connected. It smelt of bleach and a bit toilety.
2: Oh, God.
4: Added Ethan Pinion from Scales and Fangs. Although it had scale rot, <sighs> Probably from bleach. The otherwise healthy reptile is expected to recover fully. Ugh. It will be rehomed. That is.
5: They've got to call it Lou, haven't they? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Horrible, horrible. That
4: is, that is, the, the natural world. I don't know if there's anything more disgusting than the natural world. It really is horrendous. <gasps> oh,
5: God. I've got invaders at the moment, oh, and it yeah. happens it happens when we get a little bit of a, a warm wet summer. Oh, hello, you know those air bricks you get in the bottom of your house. I think they're coming in through that. We came back from holiday into a dark house. My daughter took her sandals off, went into the kitchen, yes, stood on something squelchy yes slug
4: oh no
5: yeah
4: oh no yeah yeah
5: yeah and it's happened to me before it happened to me a couple of years ago i've got a really horrible feeling they're coming in through the the um air blocks Aye. Uh, horrible
4: we actually well we had a big slug in the kitchen the other day
5: i don't know how it got there well i haven't got a cat or a dog so they're not coming yeah. in off that and we hadn't been there for two weeks
4: good god here we go. We talk. We um, th- 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 there's uh, there's a bloke who sends the most. I'm, I'm sure he's well-meaning, but he sends the most obtuse tweets. I, ne- I don't ever. Under- I never understand what he's saying. Um, I know what he's saying here, Ian. You appeared a bit iffy tonight. Not my bus, but rude to Kath, and then cut off Perry at eleven o'clock. Was not rude to me? I wasn't rude. I wasn't, I wasn't rude to her. There isn't your bus? So get off, get off the bus. Yes, I stopped Periscope at eleven o'clock because so I didn't feel very well. Um, uh, uh, we bemoan um, on this show the great British streaker. We don't get streakers anymore, and I miss no. streakers. It's a I pity. miss. I miss bobbies, um putting helmets over helmets and and bosoms and bosoms. I miss that. We used to do it a lot. We don't do it now. Um, Have
5: you ever stroked, streaked, straked? I've
4: stroked. I've never straked. Never straked. I've certainly stroked. Um, and this is the rock group Elbow. All right, rocker Guy Garvey. I wouldn't call it's him. It's not, really not a rocker. It's a rocker. I he? like Elbow and guys. I, I've interviewed Guy a couple of times. He's such a nice bloke, as you'd imagine.
5: What would you call it? It's 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 adult orientated pop, isn't it?
4: AOP. Wow, well, you've oh, created I, a new AOP. AOP. Rocker Guy Garvey spares a naked gatecrasher from getting the elbow, clever, <laughs> um, by leading him in what you could call a sock trot The singer, 43, pulled the streaker from... So basically, someone's gone to an elbow gig and streaked. I mean, that's... Um, wow. Rock and roll! Rock and roll! <laughs> He's got his socks on, though. Oh, nudist. British. Nudist, <laughs> then. But, but, but brilliantly... Guys having a little dance with him, and um, even grabs his bum. Look, <laughs> I like that. I yeah. respect that. You don't get the seventies and eighties were full of of streakers, and it was mainly cricket. And I would imagine that I would imagine it was cricket because it's so boring. Mm-hmm. It's just so dull. You've got well, to do something to liven it up. Also, here's the thing: yes. they're
5: there all day. Yep. on the beer. At cricket Uh-ha. this is the thing right and and i think that's why cricket rugby that's why you'll get that yeah uh, it's all labs together and the bums are going to come out here's another thing you don't see very often these days yes moonies what moonies people what- pulling moonies
4: Oh, I thought you meant the religious, um. Well, them too. People getting married in football stadiums. Mm -hmm. That was the Moonies, wasn't it? Like 20,000 people getting married.
5: They didn't know each other. And it was
4: always, um. Oh, she ran off with the Moonies. Do you remember that? Oh, she (laughs) ran off with the Moonies. Are they still a. Are they still a thing, the Moonies? What were they? Were they Korean? I think they might have been Korean. They were, I think. Um. That would explain a heck of a lot, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, really? Do you reckon? Um, do you reckon there's going to be a nuclear war? Bomb him
5: eventually. Bomb
4: him. I said bomb him.
5: What now? Yeah,
4: I do actually. I think we should bomb him.
5: I was listening to the ra- to the radio, w- yeah. and you were listening to the same one. Yeah. I'm hoping you were paying more attention. Were they saying that they are? They've got that they're, they're bomb rich but science poor, and that they're not very good at testing them and, it's the, yeah. and keeping them in a yeah. safe situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise they were poor. I thought they were all loaded. Who? The North Koreans. I thought they were loaded.
4: What, the people that live there? No, the... the they con- live in poverty. No, the country. No, 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 it's not. I mean, he's probably rich. Yeah. But, you know, he's 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 not like a billionaire. He'll be a millionaire. Right. Um, But the country's probably skin, isn't it? I don't know. I think the country's skin.
5: Have you been seen on Twitter the thing about the, um, the newsreader, the female newsreader? They've got the woman in pink. No. They have one woman... Yeah. She is the state accredited broadcaster, yeah. and she is the the voice of the state basically. Wowses. And she's a an, uh, probably fifty, sixty year old woman yes. in a pink kimono. And when she comes on the big screens in uh, in uh, the public places, everyone stops Uh-oh. and watch her. And, and then she does things like um, state announcements. So, yeah. um, oh, look her up because um, the way she delivers it, you don't have to understand Korean to. Um, uh-huh. She's a. She started out as a an actress from a poor family yeah she's been doing it for years and years and she retired a few years ago but they bring her back for important announcements yeah. so they brought her back to announce the successful missile test yeah, yeah. and everyone stops in the street watches it and then claps
2: yeah
5: because you know you've got to be careful with your secret place yeah, yeah, exactly. but you should see the um the broadcast she did on the event of kim jong il He's the first one, right? He's yeah, the, she, he was the he one was the that last died. One,
4: yeah, his death. Yeah, she's.
5: Ooh, ooh, ooh. she's a... Yeah, and it's super dramatic. Um, she's wh- the only newsreader they got.
4: Someone has to bomb him, don't they? I don't know. Is that a, uh, uh, you know? I, I'm I don't know. What the, what At
5: what point is it justified?
4: Um, if he's flying missiles over, over Japan, Japan and he's got a hydrogen bomb. That's a hundred times stronger than the atom bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima. Here's the problem. Yeah,
5: China's on his side.
4: Well, China is on his side, but they're they're not as much on his side than, as they were. If you, they know that he's they know that he's nuts, um, but they also just do a shed load of trade with him. Mm-hmm. So there's there's money to be made there. I'd love to go to North Korea. I know mm-hmm. we talk about this a lot, and you can you can buy. Trips to North Korea, I would love to go to.
5: Here's a regret Korea. I have. Yeah. The only time I went to Cuba
4: yeah.
5: was during Cast- the Castro years. He was yes. old by then, yeah. it was like 2008.
4: And he wanted to make love to you?
5: No! What? We got the sanitized version, and I would love to have known what real Cuba was like. We were kept yeah. in sort of tourist areas. We were always with a guide. We stayed in hotels, but they'd been appropriated by the state. Yeah. So um, certain parts of the hotel had secret service men outside, not so secret. They were talking into their lapels and doing all that stuff. Yeah. And I would just have loved to have a conversation once, an unguarded conversation with a Cuban out of their earshot, because there was so much going on there that you don't see when you're in that kind of tourist bubble.
4: The closest I've come, well, Pakistan, and when we were in China, China was a bit, we were only in China for three or four days, and we had to get out quickly because um, we, the British had accidentally bombed a Chinese embassy somewhere, and it, was kicking off, and the guy we were with who was who was very savvy. Said, "Pack your bags, we are leaving now. I've got a, a bulletproof car, and we're gonna oh take." And we left, um and, it, and 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 it it did kick off a little bit. There were some British journalists that I think got got done in, and I done in. And it sounds like the murder that got, got got roughed up a bit. And I think the British embassy got attacked in in Beijing, and um, and we were definitely me and my mate James. Who I went with, we were definitely um, we were either chatted up by an old Chinese homosexual or he was a spy, and I think he was a spy. Uh, might have been both. Uh, well, he might have been, but we got stopped with this old Chinese guy, kind of in, the, in a hat and a coat, and he was so was, he's was asking us a lot of questions about what we were doing and where we were from,
5: which is not the general characteristics no. of people there. I'm guessing no, they're no, quite no, no, quite no. Um, reserved.
4: Everyone's got a job there, though. We saw some people sifting dirt. So Gosh. everyone's got a job. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio.
11: The Late Night Alternative with that man,
10: Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked
0: on Facebook yet.
11: have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, mm.
4: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, John. Hello there. How are you? Good, thank you, John. What have you got for us this evening? I was at the uh, Elbow gig on Saturday and saw the. Hey, naked man. Hey, <laughs> hey Fantastic. <fair laughs> oh, well done, mate. Well done. Oh, well, give us the inside gossip then. Well, was it someone nice, you knew? No, it wasn't anyone I knew. No. Uh,
10: but I just wanted to share in the pleasure that you found from it that uh, we haven't seen one in a while and it was nice to.
4: You were there at <laughs> an historic moment as a little bit of retro streaking um <laughs> uh, uh happened. So how did, did why, why the thing that worries me about streakers is mm-hmm. wh- where do they leave their clothes? Uh, Cuz you've got to you've got to leave it with someone you trust otherwise you're going home naked.
10: <clears throat> now I'm not sure if he came on from side stage or on the front. He just kind of appeared very quickly and instantly at the front of the stage. Yeah so I'm not sure if he wasn't backstage already, but he appeared just just socks on, ready to go.
4: Why did he have and his socks he, on? I mean, it's not a full full. He friend-ish. eventually took them off. Did he eventually he? took them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I bet he got a huge cheer as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah,
10: absolutely. And obviously the security would kind of pounce on him straight away, and Guy and Guy Garvey was brilliant with him and brought him back out and gave him his little moment that he needed, I think, you know, a little bit of airtime.
4: Um, and uh, he seemed very happy, and then he left. Well, 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 well. There you go. Well, you were, so I just you wouldn't to
10: share the inside goss.
4: You wouldn't describe um, Guy Garvey as a rocker, would you? No, not really. No, I guess it's. Uh, well, I don't know
1: what it is.
7: It's.
4: I don't know. It's good. I like good. it, I I like it as well. I th- here's the thing, because some people, some people knock Elbow. I think elbow. great. I love his um, his voice. I love his wordplay, yeah. and I love the big sweeping orchestral Beautiful. lushness of it. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, I agree. I guess uh, you
10: don't need to put everything in a category, I guess. Melodic, melodic guitar pop.
4: Melodic, a uh, bit of the MGPs. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> Thank you for that, John. Pleasure. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you are more than welcome to... Oh, here we go. Oh, no, hang on. What's this one? What's this one in the sun? Quiet on the phone tonight, Catherine? A little bit, yeah. Very quiet on the phone tonight. Um. These things happen. These things. Oh, I'm missing the centre of the newspaper. Is this it? Well, it's just, what the hell is going on here? Oh. oh do we, you want me to go and find you some proper oh, no, papers? No, 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 no. no, no. How we got, why is it? Uh, oh. Um. Where's this? Uh, this. This might do it. This might do it. No. Um, what have I written down here? Well, I've written page 29 of The Sun, and I've written what looks like... Oh, I know what it is. Where is it, then? Oh, I mean, there really is... very, very little in the newspapers at the moment. I don't know where that's gone. Very, very little in the newspapers at the moment. Um So mm, mm. see um see Scott Mills is dating a new man? Oh good.
7: Just for him. just just
4: weeks after I started dating a new man, so <laughs> once again once again Scotty Scotty Botty Oh it's gone. I don't know. What do we do with the rest of the show, Catherine Boyle? What do we do with the rest? An hour and a quarter of the show to go. There's some stories in the newspapers, I'm going to be honest. They're not gold. No. They are not golden. Which which metal would you... Um, so they were uh, uh, copper plated. Oh dear! Um, and not very, not many phone calls. Let me just, let me just have a little think. Okay, the next hour and a quarter is either going to be some of the greatest stuff we've ever, ever done, or it's going to be an absolute bloomin' uh, car crash. Either way, I'd, I'd listen to it, yeah. whatever it's going to be. I would listen to it, but I'm just thinking. Um. 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 um uh, I know what we'll do. I know exactly what we'll do. Go on. We're going to phone up. Um, when you weren't here, we—I know you listened to it, but we phoned up some numbers at random. Yeah, I know. And one of them was a, a video game store in Houston. Yeah. And we were chatting mainly about. by I'd forgotten that this was before the big storm, and I'd forgotten. Um uh that there was a big storm coming so we mainly just chatted about retro video games and then we joked about the hurricane yeah he said was it, coming.
5: it rained a bit but not yeah not,
4: yeah not, and not. he said we it, it was the day before because it was on the we spoke to him on the friday night friday afternoon their time and um he he said it's, it's due to come tomorrow but we think we're gonna stay open now of course um you couldn't stay open now here's the thing uh, dear listener i do need your help on this because I can't... Th- there are quite a few <laughs> retro video game stores in Houston, and it would be really nice to get the same one. So I need your help on this. You can either call in or you can tweet me. It, it, this isn't... You know, I'm not doing this to generate calls. If you want to tweet me. Can you remember, dear listener, uh, the name of the video game store, and ideally the name of the young man we spoke to? He was about 24 years old. I want to say something. It was like Julie... Hang on, here we go. Dom might know. Dom! Yes boss. Do you rem- you you are of course run the um um excellent if slightly um uh, freaky, freaky at Ian Lee quotes and yes. you've made it your life's work to um listen to everything I've ever done and uh, report on it. Like it's like it's like a little little window time machine, a window uh, to another a bygone era.
12: I see myself as a diary, a living diary. Wow. Like a, one of the posts I wrote today was you started a diary 7 years ago. Yeah saying, um, I want to remember, when I went to see Kick-Ass, did I have nachos of Rebels, and that's why I started a diary.
4: <laughs> well, and, and l- let me tell you, I have no idea where that diary is. It certainly didn't go much beyond that, as they often don't with me. Um, but exactly. I, I, I genuinely, I appreciate the, all of the weird work uh, that you uh, that you do. Uh, but do you, rem- you know, remember, do, were you listening to this show when we phoned up Houston? The...
12: Uh... Game Place.
4: Yeah. That. Do you remember what the Games, yeah. p- games Place was called? Oh, no. Because we, there, were, there were a couple, and I'm looking at loads mm-hmm. of them. And um I'm... Um, and, all right, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So what date... Can you it? not... Go on.
12: Yeah, look at a date. Look at out, out outgoing calls. Yeah. I don't think get, we have number. that
4: technology to do that here. Um, I tell oh. you what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at my history on my computer oh i think i've cleared it all yeah suspicious (laughs) well you've got you've got to do um uh, show all history Uh, oh yeah i I think i cleared it all um uh, that's that's the thing this is what this is the age we live in this is the age that we live in um uh, because i want to phone them up again retro game uh uh, right, I've got this.
12: Hang on, one second.
4: Hang on. If I go to their website, I, I'm going to click. Hang on a minute. Um, there's a couple. I, I remember the website. Let me have a little look at the website. Ooh, uh,
12: Jesus works. Sorry. A massive spider on the curtain. What? Just spotted it moving. That's there's right. a massive spider on the curtain. I've just a, spotted it moving. That's all right, buddy.
4: That's all right. If, if that were me, I would now, uh, I would now pick it up, at, uh, hold it arms length, and say, "You can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. You can't hurt me," and throw <laughs> it out the window. Yeah, you're doing hard, I'm not. Um I think it was this one. I it was um I'm 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 pretty darn sure it was this one. Uh, what the hell are you Lacking. doing there? What do you think I'm doing? Or was that the spider? Ay. With his boots on. That's our
12: former
10: spider.
4: Josiah, thank you, Matthew Stevenson. Josiah from Game Over Video Games. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Game Over Video. I've got them. Um, Where's the the phone number, guys? Um, um, Houston. Houston. I'm going to go to Houston. Um, uh, um, I don't want to go. Oh, they've got loads of branches. What? Yeah. Game over. Right, hang on a second. Hang on a minute. Game over. Game over. Video Houston. It was Josiah. Of course, it was Josiah. Here we go. Game over. Houston. Got it. Right. Let's. I got two branches in Houston. Um, let's give him a call. Um, sure. Stay there, uh, Dom. Let's um, 00. zero uh, what is it for America? One? Yeah, one. Zero, zero, 001 713 one, 66. Uh, 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 uh. Let's try there we go. Thank you, Matthew. Matthew Stevenson runs uh, the Rabbit Hole YouTube channel. He's a, the, the guy is, uh, is a genius, and is, is I, I prefer him over Dom if I'm honest. <laughs> no, I don't blame
12: you. I do as so well. Hmm. I prefer Catherine over you. Oh,
4: going to start
13: Catherine, but uh, boy, Shut up, up,
4: because if they answer and they,
1: and they hear us arguing.
4: Thank you for calling
1: Game Over Video Games. It's Michael speaking. How may I help you?
4: Hey, Michael, is um, is Josiah there?
13: No, unfortunately,
4: he's off today. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Ian Lee. I spoke to Josiah a couple of weeks ago. Um, Mm -hmm. He may have mentioned it. We're broadcasting um, live on British radio, on talk radio. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we spoke to um, Josiah the day before the big hurricane hit houston and uh, i just wondered i just thought we ought to just check in and, and see how um game over video games was doing how you guys were doing and also how kind of the area is doing
13: oh no we all fared well in this particular area of town Oh,
4: cool. well that's that yeah, sort I mean... of them. so what's it because well, because we saw on the news you know that the, the the freeways were they they boats on the freeways and and people sitting on their roofs well did you kind of miss all of that then
13: yeah, it just so happens that certain parts of, of this city have better drainage than others. Um, or certain parts of the city are more elevated than others just because the city as a whole was pretty much below sea level. Right. Um, but certain certain portions of it, like in this particular part of town, which is called the Greenway area, yeah. um, it's a little more elevated than parts like the southeast area of town or the western portion. Okay. So it just happened to fare well that... Although a good number of areas were entirely underwater, uh, this one just managed to survive without issue.
4: Wow. And what about, do you live in Houston? I do. I live in a portion that's referred to as the Heights. Oh, well, well, I'm I'm guessing the Heights is quite high, is it? That's yeah that's
13: correct. <laughs> and so yeah because of that it's, it's it was an elevated enough part of town that there were no problems with uh, with rain. I mean it was raining most definitely but yeah. no flooding problems.
4: Isn't that interesting? Uh, and uh, you know not in any way to demean what happened to lots and lots of people it's horrific but 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 from the news that we got over here I imagined that all of Houston was 6 feet underwater.
13: Oh no unfortunately and unfortunately, just a, a little majority of it was yeah. okay, but the vast majority, of, if, if it still is dealing with the aftermath, there are still many reservoirs in town that yeah. are just now receding, uh, um, and a good number of places uh, are still under curfew just because of safety precautions.
4: Yeah. And
13: your family and everything were okay, were they? It did. It worked out well. Oh. I mean, although my parents lived near one of those reservoirs, Yeah. Um, it just so happened that they were on a portion wherein um drainage wasn't taking place. Okay. In the sense that because of the overwhelming rains yeah. these reservoirs were beginning to overflow and so a forced drainage was required. Yeah. Oh. And in doing so in order to alleviate the mess for possibly millions of people, a good a good few thousands did have their homes forcibly flooded just to save those other houses oh
4: god um and has there been (laughs) has there been a big demand for retro video games after the hurricane i suppose people want to come and take their mind off you guys must be doing great business
13: um we're doing well um i'd have to say that it's a little quieter just right now because a good number of yeah, plenty of people are just recovering and we've had some customers come in to tell us that they they lost a good number of things um some were flooded out um, they're just—they're just trying to take their minds off of yeah. what they're having to deal with at home.
4: Oh, hey, listen, man. Thank you so much. I really—you—you you guys. Are, uh, uh, listen, I'm going to come to Houston one day, and I, I love my retro <laughs> video games. I'm coming into game over video games. You're always all so polite, and if you could just say hello to Josiah for us next time you see him. Oh, well, certainly, we'll do. Thanks very much for your time. Uh, thanks for calling, Ian. Thanks yeah, for doing, Thanks a lot. Bye bye. What a nice man. What? Aren't they the nicest people?
5: It's Are incredible, just, isn't it? The they, way they pick up, and it's they, like, yeah, okay, you're on the radio.
4: There's yeah. none of that, oh, I've got to check with my boss, or, oh, put the phone, down. oh, no, this I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, fine, no, yeah, yeah, fine, fine. What a nice, oh, honestly, well, <laughs> isn't that funny? Don, we'll come back to you after the news. Isn't that interesting? Because I kind of imagined that all of Houston yeah. was was under, not to, you know, in any way demean or, or make light of the people that did suffer, but he's like, yeah, well, you know, we were, we were high up. Thank you for that. Game over video games. They're my kind of people. I told you I speak fluent geek. Don, we'll come to you in a bit. 0344 4991000. This is the late night alternative. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Hey, Matt, just a quick question, buddy. Um, if you spot trains, do you also spot planes or the other way around? What stupid little text, little tweet he said. As you're concerned about Houston by calling, do you care about the 14,000 that have died in the subcontinent in the monsoon? No, Matt, I don't care about them. You absolute bell end.
0: The Late Night Alternative With Ian Lee
4: on Talk Radio
14: We have ways of making you talk Well I'm not the kind to kiss and tell But I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone past with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building such a star I've never spent much time in school But I've told ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for bay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay
7: Eastwood was
4: so Matt Smith, you are a massive Matt Smith, right, tweeted me As you're concerned about Houston by calling them Do you care about the 14,000 that have died in the subcontinent in the monsoon? You're right to call me out on that, Matt No, I don't care about those 14,000 that died I don't care about them You're absolutely right to pick me up on that Oh, no, hang on a minute No, no, no. I'm capable of caring about more than one thing at once. Isn't that wonderful? Just because I don't talk... Hey, I've not spoken about people who've got cancer today, but do you know what? (laughs) I care about them. I've not spoken about um, um, victims of uh, sexual abuse, but do you know what? I care about them. So, that. So, i said that. And then he's tweeted... Get this, guys. This is his tweet. I'll, I'll read it how he's written it. You... Hope you depression makes you jump off a bridge.
5: This is the guy who wanted to flag up that you weren't feeling enough and and kind
4: enough. Uh, (laughs) Danny Baker's joined in. Tony Hancock said he tried that method, woke up in a barge load of timber on its way to (laughs) Southend. There we go.
7: What a plum. <laughs> I'm blocking him. What an absolute...
4: I <laughs> hope your depression makes you jump off a bridge. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot, man. And I'll be thinking of you as I do it. Uh, Dom! Yes, boss? Yes, sir.
12: I've just looked out the window and I think it's a full moon. So...
4: Well, but, but well, I don't know. I don't think... it. Where's my diary? Is it not? How do diaries know when it's a full moon? Fifth. It's it... the fifth... Right. I know what the date is. All right. They, they have a picture of a moon in there, don't they? Yeah, but how do they know? What's what, what going on? Is there a delay over in that corner? Yeah. Um, it's a full moon tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Ah. So tomorrow night we'll get shed loads of calls. Tonight, you, you know, they're, they're not allowed to um, to call in. But, um, just getting Lunatics. <laughs> just
5: getting mean tweets. Just getting
4: mean. Idiots. Mean tweets. Anyway, what you got, man? bro all open i bought
12: some books. I'll tell you about them in a second. I'm also,
4: I'm on the catch. Oh, yeah. Go cool, on, mate. What you got? What do you want?
12: Mark Mason. Yeah. Oh,
4: he's What's coming in. I got... Mark Mason's yeah, coming was... in. He's coming in. When is Mark Mason coming in? Thank you for Mike. Mark Mason, the author. Uh, let me look in my little diary. He's, uh, he's not coming in. Uh, he's not coming in this week. I think he's coming in... not next week. He's coming in... When is he coming in? Oh, maybe it's October. It's October. He about the 6th, so... Yes, he's coming in uh, Tuesday, 10th of October. Sorry? Well, do you remember, remember when I got you
12: that free Quantum Leap book? Uh, yes. Do you want to get me a Quantum signed? Well, hang on a
4: minute. You didn't get me a free Quantum Leap book. Did I not make the connection and put you together? <laughs> I, well, I, did. I Mate, I'll make the connection. I'll introduce you to him on Twitter. I've for you found him... Because that's all you did. I did not. Well, you did... Hang on a minute. But you, did, uh, you didn't get me the free book.
12: I laid the groundwork. I phoned you three months before and told you about this great book I was following on Kickstarter. Right, so you
4: told me about something that was happening on Kickstarter, yeah, which I would have, which was So seed. Would have, well, okay, I would have found out
12: eventually, yeah. yeah. Month later, I brought it up again, yeah, and then I brought it up to him.
4: Let's let's cut to the chase. The answer together. Let's cut to the chase. The answer is no. How what, do you, a guy, can't get you a free book? You get you a free book? i have send you a tenner. that's what I've signed book like it well you, you know, i'm sure if you i'm sure if you <laughs> tweeted him he would send you a signed book i'm not i'm not foils
12: foils that's something.
4: thing it's a it was one of the best book what books <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> no um, i can assure you we have them up north as well
4: there is though, no, we are unable we are unable to, to fulfill that request dom but um, next time i see you i'll sign your tits
12: Oh, fair
4: enough. There's enough space. It's not bad. It's not a bad little compro. I'm happy to do that. I have signed a woman's uh, about... woman's boobs once.
5: Well, how far down did it go?
4: I think she got them out, and I I did, did it. You use was... the
5: nipple as an eye?
4: No, 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 no. I, I was I was drunk, and it was so, so a woman. who got her boobs out, so um, yeah, I thought. I'd,
5: uh... Were they good ones, or did you have plenty of space?
4: There was plenty of space. There's nothing. Yeah, it was, it was, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it now for
12: crying out loud. Did you share a longer name, or she, sorry? Did
4: you wish I had a longer name? No. A so, woman was going to get my name tattooed on her ass, oh And I forbade her. I forbade her. Don't she know, had I mean, some other non end you, You'll have heard the... I don't know if you've heard it. It was one of the Absolute shows. Maybe you've not heard that one yet. She yeah, had, I've done it. I've done it. Have you done that she one? She had um, did you have the guy who got fired. What was his name? Oh. He got fired because he was promoting e-cigarettes on his show. Tim... Yeah. T- no, not, not him. No, not,
12: not Tim Shaw, Nick Shaw, wasn't him.
4: him. No, it was... Um,
12: wasn't quite I'll have to Google it, I'll have search um, search on Twitter. But yeah, she already had him on one side, she's gonna get you and you'd literally got to the point where you said, I'm gonna ban you from groups, the phoning, everything.
7: Yeah, yeah.
12: And then she called once more after that, I think. Yeah, that
4: was because that, that was nuts. I don't want my name on a on a woman's ass. No. If found,
5: please return to. Let mean, know
4: Thoroughly, it was thoroughly, un- <laughs> thoroughly unpleasant. I'll see. I'll listen. If 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 Mark brings in a book and and um, uh, there's a spare one floating around, it'll I'll be get mine. The, yeah, Sorry, dog. Well, no, I'm saying if there yeah, is a spare off. one on top of that, then um th- then I will uh w- w- you can have it, but I, I yeah, kind it. Of general lover. All
12: right then. <laughs> I've got a. <laughs> I've started collecting this- another book though. Yeah, go on. What did I just say?
5: You're a kind and gentle lover. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Gosh.
12: Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's your point? Oh, He's right. You're I the have... one
5: bringing up points. Yeah. <laughs> Good
4: ones. Do you remember the old uh, Choose Your Adventure? I do, mate. What? I bought yeah. one for my boys. But you need dice. Got nine for them. of them. Quite like quite. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're they're all you do you well, you don't but you you kind of do for some of them, um, the, but they are bringing them out again soon, like I know. Re- re-skinned. Oh,
12: no i don't I don't agree with that I've seen other versions of the same books as well, oh. like reissued and now I'm quite seeing the originals. I was going to ring up the other night and didn't, when you had uh, one caller per hour yeah, and see how many we could get.
4: Through. I had to um in, I was hosting an award ceremony for video games because Ian Livingstone, half of the people that wrote those books, is like a big games designer now, and I had to introduce him on stage. What a thrill introducing Ian Livingstone on stage of all people
12: was that before he got blacklisted by Sony
4: yep yep, yep. that was, that was before that was before those dark days, yes
12: excellent okay well if you ever want to do one of these books on here and i've got nine so far
4: thanks very much indeed for calling let's go to matt good evening matt hello matt what are you wearing oh sorry what are you wearing i'm wearing jeans and uh, a very dirty t-shirt because i've got my tapas all down it
15: oh dirty boy um, I was just trying a uh, thing I remember you saying the other night about um, maybe turning your phone your phone into a sex
4: chat line. And, but uh, but you gotta give me some warning. That was that <laughs> that um, made us
5: all shrink. But I also thought that you were supposed to be the one doing the sexy talk, and the listener was supposed to be the punter. Yeah, the no, way no, that's
15: boring. No, 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 no. You have to have the listeners calling in doing the sexy talk and seeing the first one to get Ian to. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. What? God,
5: I don't want to see that. No, no,
15: way. you wouldn't have to see it.
5: Well, I would. I'm sitting opposite.
15: Hear it. Well it will be under the table what
5: um
15: God. moving on, I was just um interested to um introduce probably a bit later in the day um a potential topic I've read today that um uh, natural selection is causing Alzheimer's and asthma to become less prevalent oh. in humans, Yes. and so I wondered what you what other traits you would like to see natural selection get rid of apart from what? people calling in with stupid phone calls um,
4: um traits. Yeah, other other personality traits, or other
15: other um, predilections towards illnesses, or other anything, anything in I'd like, human nature. I'd like an
4: end to cancer.
15: Yeah, that'd be good.
4: And I'd like world peace.
15: Yeah, but can you can you can you uh, huh? naturally select for world peace?
4: Well, is is um, Alzheimer's a trait? Uh, I think it's a genetic trait. So is if that, you have a, the, the genes, it? yes. Yeah. Um. I'd, I, well, you know, well, but then surely you, you work all diseases. Well, yeah, I suppose so. I hadn't thought about that. No, because you can't. You can't all, all horrible diseases that kill people and weaken them. And what well, if you could only choose three? Oh, we go. All right. Well, so you just want us to list some really horrible diseases? Uh, not necessarily. There could be other, other... Fun, fun diseases. Some diseases, fun some disease is like diseases,
5: like MS. I've got some other things. Yeah, that, what about so smelly get, feet and snoring? There we go, there Catherine's we
4: Catherine's turn. She's what she's done is she's a producer. She has turned this around into a she's fun a topic. A yeah, we can all have a little bit of fun. with Yeah,
5: yeah, because yeah, we all know someone who's got. I mean, but there was one lad who was in my class. And you could smell his feet through his shoes.
4: Really? Well, yeah, 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 yeah.
15: Breath though, someone who's. <gasps> Smelly breath worse than smelly feet. Mm.
4: My mouth gets a bit ripe from time to time. Mm. Yeah, oh, but
15: like probably when you're on the tube and you can smell the person, sort of three or four people down to oh, you because he's yeah. breathing through his mouth.
4: Yeah, that's um, that's unpleasant. I used
5: to work with someone like that, and I sent a message about him to Justin Dealey.
4: You sent it to him?
5: Mm. No, you... it, he's not there anymore. Yeah. sent it to him by accident yeah and i went four can anyone else smell
4: oh oh you <laughs> sent it to him
5: and i sent it to him and he was like yeah it's terrible isn't it i thought it was you oh,
4: Ooh, that's unpleasant. i once sent an email to someone um who was going to get sacked about him getting sacked. Oh, no.
11: and he was we,
4: there was like five of us in an office it was really mean actually it was another radio station it was it was really mean and um we were all kind of messaging each other sort of slagging this guy off and then I said, well, he, his show is terrible he won't be he won't be here for much longer." and I sent it to him, but he'd gone to the toilet, so i I managed to get on his computer and delete it Oh man. and let that be a lesson. yeah, it was it was a real lesson well mean, mean people we were mean mean everyone people. does
5: it sometimes, and we shouldn't,
4: yeah. That was showing. That's off. the thing with email; it makes it so easy
15: just to say things that you don't think about before you. Yeah. like Twitter now, you know, you just, you just click send without really thinking what you're
4: saying. Never write a tw- uh, an, an email in anger, or if you do write it, certainly do not send it in anger. Yeah, that's very true. Now you taught me a um,
5: good lesson here, and you taught me because right, you know, sometimes people do things that annoy you, and you need to say it to someone. Yes, I've you said do, it to you. Right, okay. Write the email, yeah. and then delete it. Don't yeah. send it. Well. Yeah. So it's just out, I did that there?
15: Um, three or four times with my ex-father-in-law, wrote him some fairly stern emails uh, sort of explaining how I felt about his behaviour and then didn't send them, um, Wish I had now. But oh, there you go. Oh. Well, you know, it wouldn't have made any difference now because he's my ex-father-in-law. Um, it, would, it would have been nice to, uh, to have had that uh, tiny the, little... The thing is,
4: I don't think emails... I don't think they bring anything to a conclusion. I think a conclusion can only be reached, um, uh, uh, ideally face-to-face... But at the at the the worst, it's got to be on the phone. You've got to be speaking to the person. You c- certainly can't bring a conclusion via t- texts or emails. Or through lawyers. Well, no. Well, yes, yeah, through lawyers. But you, if you, you, you've got to. If you, I. I what I have learnt is, if I, if I've got something that has to, I feel has to be said. Choose discomfort over resentment. Um, I only get rid of that resentment if i've if i've done it face to face or if i've done it on the telephone here's
5: another thing you know that moment when you walk away from a conversation you think i should have said this i should have said this that would have shown them right yeah on the rare occasions i have said that i've regretted it yeah because it's never you think it's going to make you feel better it doesn't it doesn't it makes you worse than them actually some of the time
1: well well, yeah, but then the other
15: end of the scale is if you if you let people get away with er- everything yeah. because you don't want to cause bad feeling by having having it out either face-to-face or in writing, then people's bad behaviour just continues, doesn't it? So
5: Yeah, I guess there's got to be boundaries. I mean,
15: it's a crazy old world, isn't it?
5: The older I get, the more I think I, I, I kind of give people a chance until they show themselves. And once they've shown themselves, I might forgive them so that it's polite and all, but I don't ever quite let them into my... In a sanctum of trust, if you know what I mean, I don't ever let them back in again. Really,
15: but do they know? Or do they care? That's the thing. They have to. Uh, my, my philosophy do is that people need to be.
5: Do they have to fully
15: aware of do what they, they've done and do, why?
5: Do they have to suffer?
15: Not suffer, but you know, they've, they've got to. You know, there's no point in sort of having this, the minor satisfaction of knowing that you're not necessarily best of nature them anymore. Mm. If they don't even realise that, you know, they have, if they've done something atro- atrocious, then really. I think you have to have an hour with them, but then I don't have many friends
4: anymore, so, you know, i <laughs> going about it the wrong way.
6: That may way. be a thing. <laughs>
4: uh, <yeah. laughs> Matt, nice to talk to you, ma'am. Yeah, you see, nice Thank you very much. Care. Ta-ta. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio.
0: Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: Oh, 03444991000 four, is the telephone number. I've got a feeling tonight will not be our first lock-in. Have we got the new jingles for the no. lock-in yet? We've no. not got them.
7: Not yet, no. can,
4: you, can I um, entrust you, sure. Catherine Boyle, producer and somewhat co-host of the show, to chase that up with our boss, Mr. Denny Smith. I don't know his last name. Morris. Is, is it? Yeah. You learn something new every single day. Um but uh, what it is, is we are, have been, commis- been given permission to try it once. If the show is a rock-in, we have a radio lock-in. Uh, and we go on after one o'clock. Um, I, I just don't feel any of the shows have kind of had that.
5: We'll know when Oof. it happens. Oh, we'll
4: know. Oh, we'll know. We will all know, guys. We will all know. And uh, trust me, it'll be, it'll be a bloody good one. <laughs> but it won't be tonight. 03444991000. Tear uh, up. Uh, Sam put your feet up. We'll take calls straight to her for the rest of the show. If anyone wants to uh, play, you can. Um, although I, I kind of get the feeling we're broadcasting to nobody tonight. Do you ever get that feeling? Do you ever get the feeling you do, you're doing it to nobody?
5: Well, uh, no, it's not nobody.
4: Well, it, it, no. Sometimes it does. You just feel like it, To me, it feels like. Um, it, might, it could be nobody the weird
5: thing is listening right? you sometimes you do get m- moments where you, you wonder yeah. and then and you think oh is it because it was boring or and i because i have to listen back every day yeah it's fine but you can't get in that headspace oh
4: no 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 but i i have done a a, a television show where we had episodes where no one watched
5: but that can't be right can true. It?
4: that's true rise we had a, we had a, a day where we registered zero viewers incredible we had many days where we were beaten by Noddy.
5: Well, Noddy is
4: good. I think this was, like, rebooted Noddy.
5: Oh, dear.
4: A furious soldier claims a Stansted Airport car storage worker played boy racer in, boy racer in her car while she was on holiday, driving at 85 miles per hour and breaking six speed limits. Amy Buxton, 18, who serves with the Royal Artillery... Chose to leave her car in the eighty-seven pounds fifty per week meet and greet service while she went on a week-long holiday to Mallory and I use the meet and greet services, um, although what you're supposed to happen is you're supposed to phone them when you've got your luggage, and then when you turn up at the thing, your car is there. That Has never ever happened to me, um, and once I had to wait an hour <gasps> for the car, an yeah. hour for the flipping car. Um, and, uh, once I'd, I'd turned up and there was no one there to collect the car. And I phoned them up and there was no one answering the phone. It was a nightmare. Uh, but generally I find them all right. But I did see a report about them on Watchdog. And I've, I, this hasn't happened to me yet. And I, I, I live in hope. And they had one woman who, who got her car back and, um, like, she checked in the, the ashtray, ashtray, the ashtray, and there's a massive bag of weed in there. <gasps> My mate is
5: a copper, and he said he would never leave his car on one of those things because he knows what they do with cars when they're out of your they sight. They make
4: love to the exhaust pipe.
5: Well, they might. Mine's a very nice exhaust pipe, but I think that it's just the condition they keep them in and the fact that they do sometimes rag them around.
4: I don't. I, I couldn't care less. I could not care. You know I don't care about cars. I need to get a bigger car because my kids are too big for sitting sit in the back of a Polo, but I can't, I can't afford a bigger car my wife has just bought a car she, we we have been a volkswagen family for ages but she had such terrible treatment with them over the last car that she's bought an hyundai oh is that a car yeah okay
5: do they come with like a five-year guarantee or something she's not that... bought a
4: new one oh no we don't second hand
5: or is that a different one it's a different one isn't it that comes with with a five-year guarantee i don't
4: know I like don't korean know, I, I don't know anything about cars uh, hyundai's got to be japanese yeah hyundai's it? japanese no oh, there's some... hang on this conversation's boring let's abort so this was... conversation no 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 my fault i led us down a conversation cul-de-sac let's reverse amy buxton have oh, we done that when she dropped off the nine thousand pound citroen ds3 on august the 5th she warned staff she had a black box fitted and they should drive carefully because she's young so they have black boxes don't yeah, they you get to, reduced to, to insurance med- for the insurance yeah the device sends insurers and the driver information on how the car is driven to keep premiums low. While on holiday, Amy of Witham, Essex, was sent updates by her insurance company, Whoop! It's called, is that a, it's called Whoop. Is that a real company? W-O-O-P. W- Whoop. Saying, wait
12: a minute. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. My
4: name's Kathleen Boyle. I've got a nice exhaust pipe.
5: Oh, dear, that is... Dom, That you're not having a book.
4: Um, I'll sort him out, because that was actually quite funny. You can have yours.
5: No, he can't.
4: Um, She was sent updates by her insurance company, Whoop, saying the black box had recorded the driver breaking numerous speed limits, including four in the space of ten minutes. And these are proper speeding, right? Got the speeding, got some of them here. 51 miles per hour in a 30. (gasps) 62 in a 50. Uh, 55 in a 30.
5: 85 in a 60. Oh, the sign of someone who does not give a monkey. Mate,
4: that is nuts. Um, One of the final ones was 85 miles per hour in a 60 zone as the driver raced to return the car to the airport. (sighs) Amy spent her family holiday emailing and calling Stan said meet and greet and eventually it confirmed to whoop their employee was responsible for the reckless driving including racing but the firm refused to refund Amy she said I couldn't believe it the least they could do is refund my parking costs their employee broke the law when he drove my car and he could have lost me my car insurance. I saw what, would happen, what had happened and I was horrified. You feel like you can drop the car off and they'll look after it for you. Instead, he drove my car like a maniac. Maniac, maniac
5: on the floor. She
4: added, I have a black box fitted because it makes Catherine.
5: Stop it. You did it.
4: Whoa, Black Betty. Bam, a lamb. Who's Black Betty? Are we allowed to call her Black Betty anymore? Sounds a bit dodgy to me. Yeah. Uh, my car is my pride... It, uh, Uh, My insurance makes it cheaper. It's 1,500 quid a year. Otherwise, I'd have to pay over three grand. My car is my pride and joy. I bought it myself. A spokesman for the firm said it was investigating, but ruled out a refund saying it provided the service paid for. He added... Wow, this is great. This is great from a company. right? This is great from a company. Um, (laughs) We don't condone the actions of the driver. But we cannot be we cannot be there sitting next to a driver every time they drive
5: incredible you can
4: what you can do is you can apologize you give her the money back and you sack that chance you
5: know everything before but in an apology is doesn't count yeah it
4: doesn't count does it doesn't count doesn't count doesn't count uh here we go found out on facebook When a couple bought their dream home, they were assured by the previous owners it had never flooded. But now they're at loggerheads with the sellers, (laughs) accusing them of hiding the risk after the property in Newcastle was swamped three times. They claim a photo posted on Facebook a few years ago clearly shows the garden underwater. As the case goes to court, we reveal it's not the first time social media users have shot themselves in the foot by being careless with what they share. And we will find out what they share... After this,
0: no rules nocturnal nattering for night birds, nurses, and los faratos.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, cool.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee on
4: talk radio. Oh, 03444991000 four, calls straight to air up until one o'clock. And then it's sports, sports chat, sports chat um sports chat sports chat there's apparently i'm not i don't have sky anymore um but there is an esports channel on sky and i, I want to watch it it's on like 24 hours a day i want to watch it but I, I i haven't got sky yet, so I'm, I'm unable to watch it um mm, 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 it didn't require the sleuthing powers of so these are idiots on facebook right It didn't require the sleuthing powers of Sherlock Holmes to track down one bungling burglar. Oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. After breaking into a home in St. Paul, Minnesota, Nicholas Wig took the opportunity to check his social network page. So he broke into someone's house and then went on their computer. Using the victim's computer. Idiot. However, the 26-year-old forgot to log off <laughs> before fleeing the crime scene. He didn't nick the computer. And was soon apprehended. But that's incredible. It's
5: two things. Two things any self-respecting burglar yep. would not do. Yep. You don't do that and you don't leave the computer behind, surely
4: bigamist brian fray our oh, bigamists are always getting caught out yeah. on facebook Or well, if you're, here's the thing if you're going to marry multiple people don't post pictures anywhere
5: the problem is the other wife doesn't know
4: um yeah that's true bigamist brian frayne oh that's interesting because in one name it's ia the other name it's ai it's almost like a palindrome isn't it caller Excuse me. Sorry?
6: I think there's some uh, interference on the satellite.
4: Oh, is that Chuck Winkle?
6: You were doing a good loud and clear with Chuck Winkle on the uh, Florida Keys. Say that again,
4: Chuck. It's not the greatest of lines.
6: You were loud and clear
4: with Chuck Winkle on the Florida Keys. Okay, Chuck, um, you've got an update on um, the hurricane, uh, which I think is called Hurricane Edna. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Um, I think so. <laughs> it's very w- windy,
6: and a uh, its uh, raining as well, and we're all over the place. Yep. Um, and quite carpet so getting a bit wet on the floor.
4: Yep. <laughs> wow! It really sounds wet. Fe- very, f- very, the, wet. very wet floor. It sounds like. Mm. Uh, I was stood on my balcony
6: here on the Florida Keys earlier, and I was nearly blown off. Uh, it was quite quite powerful wind in there. Um,
4: and Chuck, uh, while we've got you, can we pick your brains? What's the latest with North Korea?
6: Holy jackamoly, jack uh, no, no, with Kim Jong Young is a uh, he's actually exploded a I bomb on the ground. Just i um, think I'm just feeling the rumbles. Holy Jack and I nearly fell over
4: in, in
6: head. Big explosion coming from North
4: Korea. War? Did you say right. war? Are we at war? Or did you just say we're at war? Um, well, yeah, there we know. have it. The, the, Chuck Brinkle has declared we are. This is official coming in from our American <laughs> correspondent. We are at war with North Korea, and I say about time, Chuck. I say um, we should nuke him. Do you agree? Um, uh, there we have it. Uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck, w- Chuck Winkle is confirming that we have fired our first nuclear strike, and um, they are the missiles are going straight towards North Korea. Well, Chuck, thank you so much for that insight. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
5: Troubling times, but at least we got Winkle.
4: Bigamist Brian Frame was unmasked when his furious wife spotted photos of his second wedding. Why would you do... That's got to be a mental... That's got to be a mental condition of some kind, hasn't it? Yeah. Whether it's psychopathy or it, it, it's, well, it's definitely narcissism, there's got, to be, there's got to be to make you think you can get away with that.
5: Yeah, especially these days when everything is documented. In the old days, you used to be able to get away with it. You move to another town, yeah, yeah. do what you want.
4: The, the problem came at Christmas Day, two Christmas dinners. Oy. The 36 year old of Cleethorpes, Lincolnshire, shared the images of his happy day on Facebook. But the smile was soon wiped off the groom's face when Anne Marie Sim who'd never divorced him. Wow, that's slightly different.
5: So why not get a divorce then?
4: Happened to see the snaps and call police. Frayne, who was jailed for three months, said he thought his first marriage didn't count because it was such a long time ago. Oh, fair play. (laughs) His misery was compounded when his second wife also dumped him. Well, that's not the same as having having two or three wives ongoing and, and living dual lives. That's just being a bit of a knobber
5: well also you, what you really think what marriages expire because there are people that have been married for 50 years do they not realize that technically according to this guy they're probably not married anymore
4: yeah i mean
5: come on yeah. come on yeah. i know he's a lover not a fighter but he's certainly not a reader either
4: yes tom did that American guy just say that we're at war yes mate we're at war with north korea we fired missiles Oh, crap, I've seen Threads. I'm going to go and shoot the dog. Thank you Goodbye. very much indeed. By the way, if anyone wants to to borrow my copy of Threads, uh, you've got to watch it, Kath. Honestly, it is the... it is the. Why
5: would I watch that?
4: Oh, I, well, I've seen it several times. It's the most haunting programme I've ever seen.
5: If I'm going to watch it, you have to watch it as well.
4: I I, all right, yeah, I'll watch it. All, all right. right, we'll watch it.
5: We'll watch it one of these days when we've got telly time.
4: Um, all right. Well, I tell you what we'll do is we. This is what we'll do, guys. We'll watch Catherine and I will watch threads, and we'll we will record um, our um, we will record a special podcast, special post apocalyptic nuclear war podcast. Honestly, it's the, the, and it, it stands the test of time. It's so grim. Oh God. So, uh, but I, but I, I'm up for a bit of threads, actually. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. I'm in. But we can't watch it here. We've got to watch it. In like a bunker or something we've got to watch it somewhere isolated because we can't have we can't pause it we can't stop it we, we've got to go in you've got to watch it all the way through and come out the other side okay when,
5: when we've got like a, a rabbit hole or something
4: what watch it with them no hey maybe when we, we're away maybe we go and watch it at a cinema we could, like um the Regent Street cinema what was the name of that gentleman that came and performed a performance ring nice fella. really nice man and um oh his name will come to me later um Anyway, he works. He, he's always up. Let's, let's go and do it there. Oh, that
5: would be amazing.
4: Jeez, oh, we'll be people jumping off a bridge after <sighs> that. Seriously, it's absolutely pointless uh, to do anything after that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You uh, should have
5: threads in a disco. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: uh, uh, former head teacher Patrick Snay was delighted after he successfully sued Gulliver Prep School for age discrimination. It was agreed that his compensation package must remain confidential. Right. But his daughter couldn't resist bragging about the £60,000 windfall Are their Americans. Mama and Papa Snay won the case, she enthused on Facebook. Gulliver is now officially paying for my vacation to Europe this summer. Suck it. <laughs> Lawyers for the school in Miami, Florida, went back to court and the award was thrown out.
5: Oh! That's her inheritance gone. Out of the will.
4: Here we go. One couple... I don't know if this is true or not, because there are no names in it. So I'm taking all of these with a a, uh, POS. One couple who couldn't face a boring meal at the neighbours thought they'd give it a miss and enjoy a boozy night out instead. It all began to unravel when the wife wrote on social media, out with the hubby enjoying a few cocktails. The snubbed hostess was uh, was far from impressed. I thought you were covering for your boss since his dad died. That's fine, but you didn't have to make up such a terrible excuse if you didn't want to come over. Matters went from bad to worse when the woman's boss also spotted her oh, post. No. My dad is very much alive, was his curt riposte. An internet salesman claimed the sunglasses he was offering were brand new in box and never worn.
5: Oh, I've seen this one, and he's got—he's wearing them in his profile. Yeah, he change his
4: profile picture, which showed him wearing them. Some of these are a bit rubbish. Um, They're all rubbish. Uh, The first few were good, and they're all a little bit rubbish. Uh, 03444991000, this is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, stable girls...
0: And Stripper Grands. It
11: depends who you're with and it depends on the situation.
0: Late Night Speech Radio, with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee, on Talk Radio.
4: There we go. Uh, call straight to where for the last 10 15 minutes of the show. 02, no, hang on. 02, what? I don't know any numbers that begin with 02. Let me try again. 0344 Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. 0344 Four nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's have a little look. See you at the garden here. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless.
9: Uh, good evening. You all right? Yeah, I'm um, all right. Right, go on then. You've obviously beaten me in the poll. Do I have to re-change my name? Here's,
4: here's the thing. I've forgotten all about the poll, but you have... Um, uh, let me just click on the uh, poll. Let's see what the results are. Hang on. Kyle added an S to his surname, so did Kyle Rickards change his name or not? 47% say, yes, you did change your name. 53% say, no, you just pluralised it. Oh, God, it's Brexit all over again. Buddy, you, you, can, you can keep the name, but you just have to stop spreading this fake news that you changed your name.
9: I just hate it when you win. That's what really bugs me
4: more than anything. Yet, I hate it when you win. Yet you keep coming back and playing more games (laughs) 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 and that sigh that sigh there from kyle is pretty much why we don't get many listeners because they're all at home (laughs) sighing like that every flipping night (laughs) kyle you keep your name buddy you keep it go on it's yours you You keep it thanks man high fives all around you see we ended on a nice note there yes line two Hello, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you. Oh, it's your boyfriend. Mine? Yeah. I've got a question for Kath, anyway. Of course you have. Oh, are you Did drunk? You're, slur- You're slurring more than normal.
9: Oh, sorry. I'm a bit cream cracked. I'm going to bed in a minute. Oh, good. Uh,
4: yeah. Tired, Bryce.
9: <laughs> Listen. Yes? Brownie Point. Yes? Why are they so hard to earn, so easy to lose, and you can never cash them in anyway?
4: Hey, he's read that on a tea towel somewhere. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Paul. He's read that on a tea towel, hasn't he?
5: Yeah. A really old
4: one. <laughs> Netflix and DVD box sets are killing off the novel. What? No, they're not. Well, according Fake to news. according to best-selling author Robert Harris. Oh. Harris, who wrote, wrote, Pompe- wrote Pompeii, Enigma and Fatherland. I would suggest he needs to include more than one words in his titles.
5: Didn't all those things become um, well, TV series, s-
4: said films? Slick television series are pushing novels out of the limelight. Mm. The author said books had moved away from a central position in culture. I'm bringing it back, guys. <laughs> I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing sexy back. I'm gonna write a book, <laughs> God damn it, and it's gonna, it, uh, you know, that that'll that'll teach them. He told the BBC's, um, uh, let's just take this call. Hello, line one. Hi, and it's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson, how you doing, man? <laughs> right, get his right. Who is who is? Put the phone down. Find out that guy's number. Get me his number. That is, it, it comes on on a withheld number. How can we stop that happening?
5: I don't know. Every I try, I time, tried tracing him.
4: Every flipping time that bloke does that it really winds me up. I'm gonna find. I'm just talking. I'm everyone else. I'm not talking to you, Nelson. I'm beginning to think that Nelson isn't even his real name. Nelson, I'm speaking to you now. I will hunt you down and I will kill you. All right? And i am that's not a metaphor. That's not a simile. That's not a be- i will... I'm, I'm going to kill you. That is happening. Just need some clues.
5: Can we record it? Because I think we might be up for an award for something like there that. No go. one's done it before. Oh,
4: I'll tape it. Oh, I'll tape it and I'll send it to his mum. Oh! <gasps> Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's John again. I rang earlier about Albo and
10: the person jumping up Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought I'd tell you that I I really like it when the show goes a bit weird like this. Oh, do you? I'm very rarely calling. Yeah. But uh, I really like it when it's only the weirdos left. And, well, you know, it's usually weirdos, but including myself. And we're all just sitting here together and, you know,
4: Can I I can I ask you a question? And I'd really I don't know you, John, but I'd really appreciate an honest answer and I I, genuinely I will not be offended, right, by by whichever way this goes. So just take a second and think to me it feels like tonight's show's been a bit ropey. Would you agree? Well, I mean it has but
10: that's the way I like it.
4: Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Can I ask why, or is that with that? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too up our own navels. But w- why do you like it when it's a bit ropey? I think the reason I like this show is yeah. because
10: it's it can go either way. It can be really interesting conversations going on all night, yeah. or it can be a bit ropey. And yeah. for some reason, I don't, I'm not sure why you like the ropey. My yeah, I like the roti.
5: Is it because it makes you feel I mean, a bit uncomfortable? Roti. Does it make you feel a bit uncomfortable? Is that what it is?
4: Yeah, a little bit. That's, yeah, that's
1: which the... I quite like. <laughs>
4: this, I, 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 uh, you know. I quite like it as well. It's interesting you said that. and I, I appreciate you, you you answering that. Honestly, thank you. It, that, But that's the kind of thing that's going to keep us out of the mainstream. That's why I'm... We're, we're, Do we want to
5: be mainstream? Well, I, um, n-
4: n- no. You're right. We don't want to be mainstream. Well, uh, maybe eventually, you know, maybe
10: you can have one, like... Mainstream show, yeah, which is you know bells and whistles and oh. you know hot topics and all that. We've
5: <laughs> done that and people were furious. Yeah. People were furious.
4: <laughs> we did,
10: we did, we did, and did. then you can keep a little, you can keep a little late night segment somewhere. Don't
4: tell anybody about it, and as a little listen, and we'll get a bit ropey <laughs> John, thanks for calling in, man. Nice to talk to you. Pleasure. Cheers, my dear. Right, There we go. Because of course I'll go home tonight and say, oh, the show was an, awful. It was an awful show.
5: Yeah. And I'll feel terrible about it, and then I'll have a look at it tomorrow for the podcast and go, oh, that was funny, that was quite good, and I like that bit.
4: He told the BBC's Today programme, the box set, which takes 10 or 12 hours to view a series, is in a way about the same length of time it takes to read a novel. My impression is that these series are pretty sophisticated, and it seems they are in many ways our modern novel. They're more central in our culture. You hear more people talking about Breaking Bad than you do about a novel.
5: Yeah, but that's rare.
4: Oh, he's he's not saying... This is rubbish. He's not saying this at all. When you listen to what he's saying, he's just saying that this is this is John Lennon saying the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. Mm. That's all he's saying. He's not, he's not knocking. I'm not, I'm not knocking religion or Jesus as a person or Christianity or whatever you want to say. I was just saying that more kids listen to the Beatles than go to church on a Sunday. That's almost now, a direct word-for-word word quote of what he said. And there were
5: moments in there that were quite good.
4: Uh, uh, no, right. Hang on a minute. Right. We're going to find that now. Hang on a minute. Let's Let's hear exactly what he had to say. I'm not knocking Jesus as a person, or religion as a thing, or whatever it is you want to call it. I'm just saying, you know, that more kids listen to the Beatles than go to church on a Sunday. Let's right. Hang on, John Lennon.
5: Didn't he say something like certainly in the in the UK or something? Sorry, didn't he you... certainly in the UK? Something like that.
4: Here we go. Here we go. Let's let's see how close I was, guys. Hang on. Uh, We're going to get audio. Is, is there any audio here? Well, we need to, guys, 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 what's going on, guys?
16: Or well, anti-God. We go. There he is. We're out of context, you know. And well, we put in uh, Well, I can't. It was a long time ago, but I just didn't mean what everybody thinks I meant, you know. I'm not anti-Christ or anti-religion. Well anti God, you know. Well Mr Mr. Lennon they they are suggesting that since you did say it so long ago and since so much has been made of it now that it's all a stunt to raise flagging popularity. Is this possible? I I mean I could think of something much easier. Such as to raise flagging popularity. I don't know. You can think of stunts. We don't do stunts. I think we've done one in our lives that's been completely a stunt. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. I am, yes, you know, even though it's it's not I never meant what people think I meant by it
2: it's still sorry
16: i opened my mouth did you mean that the Beatles are more popular than christ uh, when i was talking about it, it was very close and intimate with this person who happens to be a reporter and i was using expressions on things that i just read and derived from about christianity only i was saying it in the simplest form that i know which is the natural way i talk and i just said it in those things like were po- more popular than jesus and so and so and so, and so. but she took them It's a
8: different interview. Mm,
4: It is. It's not quite the right... (laughs) It's a different interview. Uh, Yes, line one.
8: Yes, good evening again. It's me again. It's Davey again. Good evening, Davey again. Yes, sir. Yes, I gave you the bad tip on the author that you weren't going to follow up on. But that's fair enough. It was just an idea.
4: No, I appreciate, 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 I appreciate the idea, Davey. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
8: What I just wanted to... Amplify was yes. the, the point that one of your just very recent calls proved was it doesn't matter what subject you hit on, you can cover all bases. But but it's, got to, is, interest, it's, it's got to be interesting. It's got to be interesting, though, hasn't it? This was something I had on you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Because you were down on yourself about how your show was going. Yeah. But the other point of that, you've got to remember as well, Ian, is as much as your show's very influential to certain people, you're only on either internet or DAB radio. Yeah. You're, and when I say influential, I mean to yourself as in the ratings, the Raja yeah. people that you, you always talk about. And you're talking about mainstream radio as well, right? It's DAB radio that talk radio is on, for me, yeah, I can't tune you in on, like, say, my Freeview TV, so I couldn't listen to you sending. Yeah, no, we're not on the we're not
4: on the the, the telly. We're not. I, I do wonder what what mighty force we could unleash upon the world if we were on FM or even medium wave. Just you know, the, the, yeah, the, the potential that would be the there to us.
8: Doing- But then can you not take a bit of credit yourself and Catherine and and your production team behind you for what you're doing for what you are? Yeah. There are people still finding you no matter where. Yeah, well, you sound angry about that. whether, Whether it starts off heavy, light, indifferent, whatever, you move on to subjects, you change the subjects, you can flick it and move it, is that not part of the attraction to people to listen? Well, in?
4: yeah, but here's the thing, and we've got literally got two minutes left of the show. Here's the thing, David. I liked. I like to give my best, and I like the show to be the best I can give. Right, and if if uh, uh, yeah. uh, if I come away from the show like I will tonight, thinking, oh, man, it, they deserve better than that," um, and I will I will kick myself. Now, there's one of two things is happening, or possibly both things are happening. The the, the two things are one, it wasn't a particularly good show, and I wasn't giving my best. Two, it was. Right. Uh, okay, hang then. on, hang on. And two, it's my head yeah. telling me that it's not a particularly good show, when actually it was all right. Or it could be, it could be a combination of those things.
8: But then, Ian, then there's a point to it where, like you said earlier on, I came only a suggestion to you, yeah, and it wasn't a great one. Where well, it was which all right, you were like, right, okay. And that wasn't to do with disrespecting Kath for what she will do for you with yep. your book yep. or whatever. Yep. But apart part what you're saying is, well, are you not? so very, very self-critical that you can't actually see there are wee pieces here and there that build up. Yes. That not not every three of our shows going to be absolutely perfect. Yes. But there are wee gems in amongst it that people will click into and listen to this. And tomorrow night, people will say, I listened to 10, 20 minutes or 30 minutes of this. And I thought, this is different. What is this all about? Well,
4: David, listen, I'm we sure have to go because literally I've got 30 seconds left. I appreciate your call, man, and I listened to what you said and I shall take it on board. Thank you. Don't be so self critical. Thank you, buddy. You're a good okay. man. Cheers, David. No night. Cheers, There man. we go. We, we started, I think we started the show with him and. Uh that is that is that dear listener that is that we will be back tonight inshallah at 10 o'clock with more of the usual thank you Sam thank you Catherine until then from us ta ta